alive. Hello uh, out there in TV hello. land. We are back. Troy uh, boy. I see you with that 10-month basil book. Troy's got some sort of Midwestern <laughs> hat on. And, what uh, and Montezuma. 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 Montezuma, <laughs> Iowa. Uh, so here we are. Um, couple of, we have a couple of announcements to start with. Um, one, uh, Rainy's not here. Again, this is a third stream in a row. Um, just some things about Rainy. Rainy does a lot of work behind the scenes uh, for us that you guys no. don't see. Like a lot, a lot, a lot of work, including editing almost all the audio, making me not sound like shit, uh, which is basically almost a full-time job. And on top of that full-time job, he has his own actual full-time job, plus a young family. So he's still staying involved in the background. He's going to be doing some of his solo RPG stuff, I think. But work and the rest of life has um, kind of taken precedence for now. Uh, so he's going to be not on... The RuneQuest stream, at least uh, for the foreseeable future, but hopefully he'll be back soon. We're going to make it so Ven can come back at some point, uh, hopefully, and he'll join us. He Rainy, physically watching, can't leave. We miss I'm you. Hashtag not goth. Yes. We cannot have only one ginger. And that cuts like what most of our fan base is here to see in half. Uh, <laughs> we have really? we're I mean, running at 50% ginger capacity right now. That is not sorry, what people want. <laughs> I'm going to have to dye my hair again. <laughs> We all come in with red hair. I, I have a soul, so automatically I'm I'm out. Oh my all I want is Kent to have a ginger beard. <laughs> you yeah, ginger life, beard man. That's the same as the soul. I cannot imagine uh, Kent with a ginger beard. Other than that, just a bright uh, red beard. Let's see. Oh, one other one. One other one I have, and then we have some other stuff. Uh, so this month we reached the prestigious amount of five thousand podcast donor downloads. 5,000. Almost halfway to 10,000. I was like saying about donuts. donuts. First, yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I was like, like, 5,000 donuts would be better, but we actually have 5,000 mm. downloads, which is still really oh, cool. Yes. Uh, and just this month, and it's not even over, so this is just this, the week of April, really like month of April. We're three weeks into April. 600 downloads this month, which is like by far the most we've ever had. So thank we you guys for that. We had 600 downloads this month for April. Did I, did I say 6,000? <laughs> you said 6,000. It's okay. It's going to be a great night. <laughs> It's gonna be a great night. Yeah, boys. We somehow in April got more downloads than our total. Christian's already said it, so it has to happen. Make it happen, guys. Make it professionally, okay? So that's the really scary part. Uh, (laughs) But I'm excited. So yeah, 600 downloads this month. Five thousand. Total. total and uh yeah that's amazing uh because considering i think last year at this point in time we maybe were excited about topping 2000 so yeah thank you guys thank you for finding us thank you for obviously telling other people about us uh and feeling this the love is great. from the rq community we're feeling a lot of love and we get like which is cool like we don't get tons and tons but we get like emails from people and they're all all been like really really nice uh so thanks Sooner or later, we'll have me in one, but we haven't gotten that one yet. So thank you. Uh, what else, Sarah? Do we have anything else? Uh, I thought you said you had people to thank. That's later on tonight. I think I have some stuff, but I'm just asking if you have any stuff. I, no, no. There's like, I'm also at the end. <laughs> okay. I, I, I just, I got, I, just I do our asking. outro. Amber has some stuff then. I have some Go stuff. for it, Amber. So uh, if you are so moved to donate and able to. Um, We ask that this stream in particular, if you uh, would 
Otherwise, subscribe to us. If you wouldn't mind throwing a couple bucks to the link we're dropping in the chat here for the Wolf Conservation Center. That is a wolf charity that I love very much. It is a very highly rated charity. Um, uh, there are several wolf charities that work in North America. This one I like in particular because they actively work on wolf reintroduction. They've introduced several of kind of some of the two most critically endangered wolf subspecies. Uh, they reintroduce them into the wild and they have a lot of land that serves as a wolf sanctuary. They have, I think they're in the top three with the most actual land serving, um, for wolf conservation and breeding. So they do a lot of boots on the ground work, um, with Mexican gray wolves and red wolves. Um, you, they, we're going to get very wolfy up in here as we have been with this first arc here. Uh, I yeah. adore these animals and have for a very, very long time. Wolves are, uh, incredible animals. They're extremely good for the environment. They're tertiary predators. So where, where tertiary predators disappear, the environment suffers all the way down to the trees and grass. The whole ecosystem quickly dies. Um, so they're very important animals. They're very misunderstood animals. I think that is changing now. Um, in the past two decades or so, people have begun to understand uh, the importance of things that, you know, we used to fear used to be associated with, like, the devil um, for what they really are. And uh, just want to keep that love going and keep supporting these uh, these critical efforts that folks like the people at the Wolf Conservation Center are doing. So, uh, yeah, if you feel moved, every penny helps. Throw a couple bucks. You can pay with credit card, checking account, PayPal. They take it all on their site. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, and that's you could donate you know, with cryptocurrency if you have spare Bitcoin and wish to throw get your doge dogs. into it. <laughs> throw your doge. Give your doge to the wolves. Give your doge so, to the wolves uh, from one board to another. <laughs> following along, uh, you know that you know we've kind of we've dubbed these this arc this season so far the season of the wolf. Uh, there's a reason for that. We have a very wolfy character, and uh, we think that that part of of Rue's journey is probably coming close to a big change in his life. And so, uh, as we get into these cult initiations and stuff, one of the ideas that we had is when we when we have a knife, a knight. God damn, why can't I say words? <laughs> uh, we played Fishblade months ago. We already no, had our knives. No, I guess, take me. It's like grandma. Let's get you back to bed. That meme. Um, <laughs> okay, no, people. Uh, Peepaw. Peepaw made two hamburgers and no one showed up. Um, we're going to... It's a meme. We're going to... I know exactly what it is. You fucked yeah. it up, but I knew exactly what you meant. Whatever. We're going to allow everybody to pick a charity that either is important to them or, or you know somehow related to their character as they go through these, these uh, initiations. Uh, so bear with us and do that. If you think they're cool, that's awesome. I think it's a good idea. And the rest of us do too. Yep, they've so, got some wildlife cams too that show some wolfy stuff available. That is awesome. Know? Just pretty cool. Wolves pretty cool place. Chilling in the woods. Yep. All right. So let's get started then. Unless anyone else has anything they would like to add. Which chat, you're all looking beautiful tonight. Aww. Okay. Thank you. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Got you, buddy. Summer has waxed on, uh, and it has been a hot and dry summer. And people are whispering that the crops are going to fail. People are whispering that Orlanth is failing. As spring has faded into summer, news has reached the Vale that the lunar armies swarmed over the passes, uh, Dragon Pass, into Sartar and South as soon as they were clear. Uh, Fazer Widred, who is the governor general of Sartar and the lunar commander is in the south with the lunar army 
trying to conquer the last bastion of free Huatlings in the south, in the holy land of Osaxiland. And those things are whispering around the veil. The mood isn't very good, as you can imagine. You've just come out of, however, a very bad period of time. Uh, and it's been four days. So it's freeze day of movement week in fire season, four days after the Feast of Sartar. And that night where you had the con- the um, confrontation, I can say words, with Drugala the Ogres. In the last couple of days, it's been kind of a shock uh, that's fallen over the veil because Drugala was someone that was with you. Drugala was right in every event. She baked honey cakes that everybody loved. The children loved her. Borkar loved her. And that is, as you've heard from Savin and Morganeth in their sermons, that is what chaos brings. It creeps in and it sows seeds in between communities and it destroys them from within. But you guys have all been hailed as heroes for what you've done. Uh, Borkar, the merchant, as you can imagine, was absolutely just devastated. Uh, and so, although Yodi, Whiteheart, who is the law speaker, and Gordangar, the chieftain, have found Borkar blameless, he insisted on paying a guilds uh, to both the families of Andrin and Kyogar because he just felt so responsible. And so he paid that. And he also made the decision that he's he's leaving the Vale permanently, but he's just he's going on an extended trip, a trading trip, uh, across the plains of Prax to Savin. Savin to Pavis, Jesus Christ. I'm gonna get my names correct. I'm sorry. He's going to Pavis. So you guys are all assembled there, uh, kind of to see him off. Yodi, his uncle, is going to run the, the trading um trading post while he's gone. But you guys are also seeing not only him off, but a friend. Because as he made that decision, someone else came to you and he said that he's made the decision to go with him as a bodyguard. You haven't seen Ven much in the last month because he's spent a lot of time with Jorgeneth. You've come to find that him and Jorgeneth were guarding the graveyards and basically looking for undead. They knew that there was undead about. They just didn't know why where to go. Uh, but in that time, Vince had some time to think, he tells you guys, and he's um, he's decided that he wants to see a little bit of the world. Uh, he promises he'll be back one day, but he's going to go and see Pavis, which is one of the biggest cities in the world, and a wonder, and he wants to see it. And so you're all there to see him off. And before he goes, he has some gifts for a couple of you. So Arissa, he comes up to you, big black haired Ven, raven on his shoulder, little white robe Larissa. <laughs> and he says, you know, I um I never really got a chance to thank you for helping when we fought the cattle raiders. And um I, I took it too far. I really could have killed that guy. It would have been would have been bad. So I um I got you something. Hi, and you didn't have to. I, I know I didn't have to, but I, I wanted to. And so he hands you um, just a little pouch. And in it is a little bit more of Shalana Arroy's poppy. <laughs> so that's more of the opium. <laughs> more drugs. Arissa's yeah. just fucking loaded with drugs. drugs. <laughs> but also like a, tre- a white trench coat with a lot of pockets on the inside so you can deal out of it. <laughs> just like, hey kid, are you in pain? 
Sharana <laughs> Arroyo takes the pain away. No, so he gets it. We'll say you get like 10 more. How many did I have in the first place? I just wrote down I, the name. Shit, yeah, Don't the first remember. one of us who loses a leg, we're going to be on a trip, though, man. <laughs> also, is the unit of measurement for these bumps by chance? She's got 10 uh, more bumps. I don't know, Troy. I don't, I'm not exposed <laughs> to that world the way you are uh, in your job, in your job as a lifesaver. <laughs> not as a healer. <laughs> I should Whoa, say. I don't use drugs recreationally, only professionally. He uses them professionally to save people's lives. Uh, yeah, and not on me, on other people, okay? I get other people, people high. <laughs> correct, correct, correct. So he gives you, uh, we'll just say, whatever, 10. 10. You had 10, now you have 10 more. Uh, you can really make some people feel good, Dr. Fields. He's writing bumps down. <laughs> yeah, bumps, 20 bumps. And then he comes over, he comes over to you, Bryn. And he says, uh, you know, I'm going to miss you a lot. I can't believe you're leaving. Oh, it's not like I'm going to go forever. I'll be back. You better keep practicing. Yeah, I, I know. I just, Jorgenov says I have to learn another move besides just hacking the leg. Yeah, bring something, bring back something new. I will. I will, but I, I've, hold on. And he, he actually um, had some, there's something that's been laying there that's just covered with like a cloth. And he goes, I, I, um, I hope it's not too much. I got this. And he just ripped it off. And uh, it's a saddle, very beautifully made leather saddle. Uh, there's motion wounds actually carved into leather on both sides. And he says, it's, um, it's for Orton. That is too much, Van. Holy crap. Holy shit. Right well. I'll cherish it. I'll tuck in on your uncle too from time to time. Thank you. He'll I'm sure he's fine. He has Afar, but I um Well guys, I uh guess we head off. I'll miss you. I'll let you know what Pavis is like when I see you. Again. I tell Ben not to forget that the mightiest and tallest trees in the world are only so because of their deep roots. Not to forget us. He cheers up at that. And he goes, I can't forget my home. Take care you got of your piece of the mountain, right? Place. <laughs> Tucks it back in his armor. I'll see you soon, guys. And with that, Borkar and Ven. A couple mules well loaded with stuff. Head off out of the veil. It's going to be one safe dude. Fuck. <laughs> Nobody's going to have any legs. The bird flying <laughs> out. have them. a leg to stand on. So, the great thing, I, I just was joking in my mind. That was a nice one. I don't want to ruin it entirely, but Ven's going to find a hot topic in Pavis. I'm just going to come back and just be like, this is what I found, guys. Gother than ever. I told you to find something to teach me. This is not what I meant. Yeah, Can no one's going to fucking go near Borkar. Holy shit. No. <laughs> Giant. Comes back sword. with some sick goth dance moves. Yeah. Comes back with a second raven, not for the other shoulder. <laughs> just <laughs> more ravens. Double down on the raven. The second one is named uh, Chip Sandwich, though. Yes. Come oh God, I love it. Uh, Saven. You see Saven kind of watching that. Oh, damn it. I almost forgot this great line. So as he's leaving, Keladon is there, uh, along with Gordon Gardasi off Barkar, and he goes, Keladon says, 
safe journey, farewell, poor car, trade well, but just maybe this time, don't come back with a wife. Oh. And Gordon Gar's wow. just like, what? what's outside the back of his head? <laughs> wow. <laughs> stop him from laughing. Oh, man, that's terrible. Yeah, that's Caledon. In the meantime, Savin kind of motions you over, Cumries. Yeah, I, I head on over after I watch watch uh, men depart. I'm sorry yes, to see him go. He was, a good, he was a good friend. He was. You uh, busy? No. No, I have time. Good. Come with me. Learn something. And he just kind of walks. Oh. I just hey. like look back one more time to them walking away. You're actually, this is weird, kind of going in the same direction. So you're oh, perfect. Your, your goodbye is like extended and awkward because you said this big goodbye. I'm actually the like, only one. I'm same. the only one that's not awkward by it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he leads you, Saving you and uh, Saving walk down. You're going to uh, Valgate, which is the first stead uh, right past the wooden gates of um, uh, where the gates at the end of the veil. And he goes, we've... Uh, Nothing major, but I think it's important for you to start uh, start learning things. Um, and so you uh, walk to the home of Hendonel the Vintner. So you see, not this is not like you know a winery, but it's a hut and you know a couple of fields of grapes and shit. Uh, and Hendonil outside there are various amphora, uh, and Hendonil has a nice little wine making business that so he makes wine for everyone here. Not clear wine because it doesn't quite grow up here uh, in the mountain vale. It's a little too cold, but he makes regular ass wine. Regular so ass wine. Like, yeah, regular and box box of wine. This is the we wine that you get in like a box. Friends, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, house brand friends. Yeah, it'll drink. It'll drink. <laughs> it'll drink. Uh, <laughs> so you head there, and uh, Stephen explains. You know, as we go, um, well, it seems that the wine is spoiled this year. So, and then was asked to come see why. Hmm. Have there been any obvious changes in the weather that could account for it? Other than being dry, which many people are concerned about, uh, not that I'm aware of. I suspect something more local. We'll see. And so Hendonil, who's this like chubby guy who's a little bit too flush in the cheeks because he probably samples his goods a little too much. And he's got like, you know, like the short kind of round face with the beard that kind of like makes his face look even rounder. Uh, comes like hustling out and he's got a, like a tunic on. It's a white tunic, but it's got lots of stains on it. And uh, he's wipes his hands and says, oh, Steven, stop. thank you. Thank you so much for coming. It's, I, I lost five and four of wine. It's vinegar. Let me show you. And he takes you into this, like a, um, just a, like a storage shed, I guess would be the best thing. Like a thatch shed where he has some, um, some, uh, and Fora of wine. And he opens one and he goes, taste this. And Saban's like, Phew. hands it to you. I'll do the same thing and I'll go, Phew. and then I'm like, it, you don't need to like actually <laughs> act that way. It tastes, it's vinegary. It's like, Phew. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's vinegar. Uh, and he goes, interesting. 
So tell me, what have you done different this time? Nothing. I, I stomp the grapes and put it in, and you can tell Christian knows nothing about making wine. And nothing of my process that I have learned. We squished the grapes. We added the stuff. We put it in the receptacle. Like yeast but did you pay the rich know. constituents their dues? <laughs> so they begin talking, and as they're talking, Camrice, give me like a scan roll. Nada. Super not even close. Like very not even close. <laughs> you You know what I'm doing? I'm looking at his feet because I know you step on grapes to mash them and I'm concerned that there might be something different there causing his feet them to are be like red. <laughs> and he's not wearing My, any sandals. Mm. He is barefoot. Oh, I'm uh, probably well. It's summertime. I'm probably barefoot too. You could be, uh, but no, he's he's barefoot. He might you know, maybe some of that extra barefoot, like, like all of the time, <laughs> like yeah, winter, I'm usually summer, without fall. Yeah. clothes often. Uh, as you're standing there, you're like you're kind, of, you're still kind of outside in the sun, and you're like, God, God. and you feel a breeze blow like kind of up your back, and you're like, oh, this is like extra hot, and you turn around and you're like, where did that even come from? And then you see. Just some leaves, like like, but I, but strangely, like colored leaves, like autumn leaves, just kind of blow in a swirl off towards the vineyard. Um, I turn back to Saban and I tell him, uh, "I'm gonna go walk the vineyards." Oh, oh certainly. I'm I'm going to talk to um, talk to the family here. Take your time. Okay. Okay. So you go out to the vineyards. What do you do? Um, I'm kind of looking around at the, uh, I, I'm interested in the plants to see if I can see any sort of disease or anything like that that's on them. I would imagine, um, you know, Camrys has always been interested in, in plants and animals and likes being in the forest so, and yeah, stuff. So, so. There, wouldn't, there wouldn't be a disease, but this evil spirits might be affecting them. That is our understanding in Glorantha. You know, we don't okay, know, gotcha. They just, I just say they don't get sick. They don't understand sickness. They understand fucking Malia cursed this shit with a disease. Yeah. The yeah. evil spirit of botulism. Yeah, correct. Right, the evil spirit of like you know diarrhea. It, it affected you. Um, so the diarrhea is just the demons leaving the body. So I, I do have um, just let them come out. Uh, if you got, I do lore, have plant lore. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. that is something yes, that could it, help. It's absolutely appropriate. Roll it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got a four, so that's a pass. Uh, so give yourself a big old check right there. And oh right. What, yep. Uh what is your what is your skill by just out of curiosity? It's a 25, but that's actually one that doesn't have a check next to it. Plant lore. Okay, interesting. All right. So you have to learn that from someone else. But whatever the little bit of plant lore that you do know, you're like, these are some damn fine looking plants. Some they spicy look, vines. Look, and by that I mean they look like they're they're doing very well. Uh, there's a very rich soil that they're planted in and, you know, they're hmm. nice and green and viney and, uh, yeah, they look good. I, I look down and, uh, I kind of like run my fingers through the dirt a little bit next to the plants. And then I look up at the plant. I'm like eye level with the plant. Hmm. And I say, you're not going to make this easy for me, are you? 
And I kind of chuckled to myself. The, uh, the plant sways a little in the breeze. And it, this breeze feels different than the breeze that blew up your back. Uh, and you look around again. You can give me a, a, another scan roll if you want. Can I try listen? That worked well last time. You can try listen as well if you want. Uh, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Ah, fuck, I should have said I'm gonna augment it first, right? Oh yeah, you gotta Damn say it. it first. Yeah. Yep, that's all right. No worries, I failed, but uh, just barely. Failed. Listen, no worries. Um, okay, so you just you kind of stand in the stillness of a summer's day, and you you listen, and you hear children playing far, you know, off in the distance somewhere. You can't quite see them, but you can hear some children giggling and laughing. Uh, you hear lowing of cows, possibly this cars, one cow and 14 bulls. Uh, <laughs> you hear, um, you know, some sheep in the distance. Bah. You hear some geese honking, uh, some singing. Uh, where's my child? <laughs> my children. Bah. Uh, you hear some singing uh, of some women working somewhere. Uh, and just that like general, like, you know, insects buzzing in the air and birds and things like that. Uh, but nothing that stands out. Okay. I'll, I'll continue to walk the gardens for a little bit longer before I head back to, uh, Saban and I'll, uh, one night when he has a moment away from the, um, the proprietor there, I'll, I'll tell him that I unfortunately feel kind of disconnected from the moment right now. Okay. So the plants look healthy as far as I can tell. He comes out and he's kind of he's kind of on his own. And uh you um he asked you, you see anything? I I did not see anything out of the ordinary. Um I didn't hear anything either. Uh like I said, I I'm afraid I'm I'm not my typical self right now. Uh Give there me, must be other things going on, but actually, the plants looked healthy. Give me an intelligence check, Kyrie. So you're in times five. Try to roll under it. Okay. Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, remember when I said you saw some autumn leaves blow in the swirl? Mm-hmm. It's summer, dude. Hmm. Okay, I will relay that information to him as that comes to me subconsciously. Thank you. <laughs> brain uh he says autumn leaves yes they were dancing out of time when they blew past i did i did and i say uh it did seem rather strange they were not they were dancing out of time i say hmm he smiles uh, through his like. So Savin is, if you remember, he's very tall and like ridiculously skinny. And he's got these long bony hands. He's always kind of like eh, like folding in front of him, almost like a vulture. And his hair and his his beard are always wild because he is a windlord. So he just is like you know he's out there in the storm. Maybe he doesn't give a shit. He his hair Yolo. and beard does not see a comb. Uh, so, but he's got these wild blue eyes too. And he looks at you right now with those eyes, and he goes, "Hmm, you've seen more than you suspect." And it goes back in, uh, and uh, Hendonil is there with his son, Saros, who's about maybe 13, 12, 13 tops. Uh, and he goes, if you don't mind, uh, I would ask one more question. Well, certainly anything, Saban, anything that would help us. 
Saros, when you sealed the jars for the wine, did you perchance leave out any water as an offering? And Saros kind of is like, gets like this ghost look because Hendon was mm. like, well, we always do. And then Saros was, I, I'm sorry, Father. I don't, don't think I did. As I suspected. Can we trouble you for a empty amphora? Well, certainly. You get like a small one. And uh, just go with me. And you just go down to the deer run. And you just half fill it with water. And you carry it back for him. You carry it for him, even though you're not that big. He's still old as fuck. Uh, and you get to back to the <laughs> vineyard. And he just, he just puts it down by the grapes. And when he puts it down by the grapes, he says a little prayer. Uh, and he says it, you don't quite understand yet because you haven't learned that much storm speech yet. But he says, mm-hmm. he, you you get you, kind of like, you know, when you know enough about the language to kind of know what people are saying, he, you kind of know that he's, he's making an offering here and he's, 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 he's begging forgiveness and he's given this offering. Um, and you hear specifically something called the children of Daga. The children of who? Children of Daga, D-A-G-A, Daga. Daga. Uh, and then as he says that, you see that wind, you feel that ha-ha wind blow up again. And you see that whirl. It's a whirlwind of like autumn leaves. And it's almost like a mini tornado. And it kind of blows up to the amphora and just swirls over it. And as it does, you see that water just evaporate out of it. And when it does, the wind just blows away with the leaves. Hmm. Saban just turns to Kendanil and Saros and he goes, you should be troubled no longer. In the future, when you seal the wine, be sure that you leave some out or water as an offering to our friends. Certainly. Thank you, Savan. Thank you. Here, please take this. And he gives him a small like, carafe, like sealed one of wine. Well, that's oh. perfect. Is he willing to is he willing to drink that with me on our hike back to town? Absolutely. He goes, oh, thank you. And uh, as you leave, he pops the wax seal off and you just kind of start passing it back and forth. <laughs> as, as, as we're making our way back and passing yep. the wine back and forth, I would imagine, because mm-hmm. Kyrese is small too, so it probably doesn't take much to get him drunk. Yeah. But Saban, um, Saban, is, Saban is like, I mean, he's not Descar at all, but he's like, I would say he's like six foot, maybe six one, but like skinny, like skinny, skinny right. and bony. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. So as we're passing the the wine back and forth, my my spirits kind of lighten a little bit, and um, I get a little bit more talkative. And I'm just asking him kind of um, you know questions that he might think are nonsensical and whatnot. Typical time reads questions. Yeah, and then I I actually ask you a question if it's okay with you. If I can, yeah, yeah, for sure. There's one question I want to ask before we go to everybody else here too. But absolutely have your time. So he says as you walk in, he takes a sip of wine and he hands it to you, and he goes, "So tell me something." You saw that. You saw the spirit. There. I think so. I didn't recognize it at first for what it was, though. But you eventually did. Yes. Yes, I did. And I've been meaning to ask this. Well, the business with Drugala, the boys, the ghosts, I understand that Orissa saw them. You as well? 
I did. I saw. Uh, yes, I did. You see much that others do not. So I've been told. Although many of us do not see them, often reveal their presence to those who know how to look. Listen, child of Daga. Daga is a lord of drought and famine. Uh, his children are all that remain of him. But we must appease them uh, with an offering of water or wine so they do not dry out our crops or ruin our drink. The world is full of spirits like that. It's every rock, every tree, every puddle, every stream. And he says that you imagine that that face of that little girl that was in the stream when you were little, just playing with you. It has life, just as we do. To be a shaman is to understand that and to be in touch with it. We are only just the beginning of your journey, but already you have taken some great steps. Who knows where it will take me? One can never know. I take a uh, I take a long swig from the the wine container, and uh, I think back to that memory uh, by the stream where I saw that little girl's face in the water, and I think about how my dad was there too, how Harold was there, mm-hmm. and it. I kind of get somber for a moment, and I look at him and I say, "Sabin, um, the spirits, the drought, and the famine, when." they are deprived of something that they want. Do they become stronger and more resilient because of it? Or do they become resentful? That could be go either way. It depends very much on the spirit. Right. Some become stronger. Take a deep breath in and I exhale. Become resentful. I take a deep breath in and I exhale and take another swig and pass it to him. Okay. And if that's all Kymrys has, we'll leave you there for a minute. Discar, what have you been up to? Unmute myself. Um, uh, I've probably Descartes probably been been uh he's probably been hanging uh courting Esrala more these past few. All right, so that's a, okay. So that's a question I had for you. Actually, I didn't get to ask you. You've given gifts. Have you given the gifts yet of the copper arm bracelet that you got? Or are you holding yes. on to that one? So uh, giving it to her. Okay. Yes, th- okay. throughout this past week after uh dealing with Drugala and probably between uh Ven leaving <clears throat> he's probably been spending more time with her and probably at uh uh I have it written down Red Rock he's probably been okay heading so, uh, over there more often so I'm going to say that this is a very 
it's not one of those nice, hot, lazy summer days. And you're just chilling right now. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're 14 bulls and one cow <laughs> in the pasture. <laughs> no, your cows and bull are in the pasture. And you're just kind of laying under That's a tree. It's like leaning, leaning against the tree, you know, like sitting there. And she's laying, laying up against you, just in the shade, enjoying the day. And she's got her arm bracelet on. And you're just like, you're vibing. And uh, she's just looking at the cows and she goes, you know what they're saying about you? The cows? No. <laughs> they're saying moo. Why me? The cow is Happened saying, what dyslexic fuck did this math? <laughs> the cow's like, fuck the whole asshole who did this mistake. Um, I literally no, typed in chat earlier. I can't wait for this joke to happen so much it becomes canon. We just were like, no, it's, that's that's how it is. Descar always gets more cows than a bull, uh, more bulls than a cow. Uh, so, no, she goes, no. Did you ask her the cows or no? She, again, let's start again. Do you know what they're saying about you? Uh, who? Oh, people here and there. I haven't heard uh, heard much. No. Oh, the calling you the mighty, Descar the mighty, killer of the ogres. No. They say you cut her head off one solid blow. Yeah, but that was more after. I think Rue got the final uh, final shot in on her, honestly. I like that. You're not getting your head, letting your head get any bigger than it already is. It, it was all of us that avenged the children that were taken from us. It was a good thing. It was a really good thing. That's horrible. It's horrible to think that that could get in to the clan that way. Mm. I've heard, we've all heard that chaos can be tricky like that. Have you seen any before then, I mean? No. I hope we don't see any more. Hopefully, hopefully it... Hopefully that was the last. Yeah. You know, um, I'm sad and sorry that your friend left, but selfishly, I'm, I'm glad that Borkar left a little. Because, well, my dad, Colville, he's a merchant. He would trade with Borkar a lot, so he's going to be coming here a lot more. And so I was originally going to leave at the end of the year, you know, but... uh to stay, I think, a little while longer. Des will he'll smirk a little bit, yeah. uh, and I'm glad to hear that. You better be, she says, and she just kind of punches elbows <laughs> you in the leg. And uh, yeah, unless you have anything else, we can leave that there. Okay. Good, good moment right there. Very nice moment. Arissa. Yes. Even up to anything. Um, 
other she you know she's mostly been trying to trying to keep things okay um since the the very recent uh influx of guests to the the shrine at her home she's Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that's always kept up um but i think sometime shortly after then leaves maybe a couple days after uh Mm -hmm. she goes and pays a visit to his home uh looking for um Afar. Afar is his aunt. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go yes. look for. We'll for for purposes of narrative, can we just say it's like right after? Totally fine. Is that, is that cool with you? All right, I'm cool. totally okay. fine. I didn't have go a particular it. time when, so she right. cool, she'll cool. go and check in yep. on her. Okay. Uh, you find Afar um, happily. Well, she's singing a song, and uh, she's making bread. And it's, you know, it's not really like a happy song. She's just kind of like, just kind of like coming to herself. And you reckon you actually recognize it as a um, very, very traditional Sardarite, um, like folk song about, um, it's actually about a deer that loses its doe. Yep, baby's uh, gone. It's, it's little baby. Yeah, it's loses his baby. Yep, a doe is a female deer. Doe a deer, a female deer. But you know, it's it's little little deer. It's whatever bebe. the fuck they call it. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a. I don't know. I used to have a biologist on this stream, but now I don't anymore to help me with these things. So. Wetlands <laughs> biologist. Thank you, ever. Fawn, thank you. A he knows about wet deer. <laughs> <laughs> wet deer. Swamp deer. Swamp and deer. Swampy Rainy, boys. What is a swamp deer called? <laughs> Um, so she'll kind of just poke in. Hope I'm not interrupting anything. Oh, Brissa, no, no, dear. Come on in. Come on in. Can I, I get you, um, oh, I don't know. I have some tea I could make or. A tea would be lovely. Don't worry. Do have it. No. Starts making tea. You know, everybody's, everybody's heard about, you know, what happened, obviously, but, uh, what you did and saved Ashart. That was so wonderful that you did that. I'm just glad we got there in time and that I was able to. Yeah, two children is two more than we needed to lose. Hopefully, I was at the very least relieved to see that their bodies were still able to be buried properly. It isn't much, but it's some comfort. It is. It gives them back to the land and to our mother. And, well, their spirits will go to their rest and return one day, either as part of our clan or as a, as a breeze. Which is what you believe. You cycle back in. Either you reincarnate one way or another, either as part of your clan again or as a storm or a wind or something like that. She she kind of falls quiet for a minute and then I wanted to ask you something. Um Yes. And if it's if it's a weird question or if it's too personal or anything, you can just tell me to hush up and I and I will and I'll leave and all of that. Um I just don't know who else to ask this to. Okay. Well, I'll do my best to answer whatever it is, but I don't know what I could answer that I'm just uh, a wife. Not just first off, you're a wonderful woman. Second off, ah. 
How did you know when to enter the riddle? Oh, you mean when I became a nun? Yeah. That's not strange at all. Don't worry about it, dear. Well, I was born and expected to go through the men's rights. And I just never quite felt that that was the path for me. And I know that you can, you know, Orland's path isn't for everyone. And, and even though you go through, we're, that's why we're initiated into the path of Fjord, and the men are at least. And so, you know, I, I went, when I became of age, I went into my, uh, I went and I did the men's uh, initiation. I can't tell you everything that happens there because it is a secret. That's fine. Uh, but some things happened there. Uh, and I spoke to some spirits. I think that's vague enough. That just showed me that I couldn't live anymore pretending to be something that I wasn't. And there was no reason to, really. Uh, so I, after that, I went and I, I talked to Morganeth uh, and lived. And so it was a while of just, you know, a lot of talking. Uh, to find the right path for me. But eventually I went into the riddle. Thank you. You're welcome. She just kind of sips her tea quietly for a minute before she talks again. She finally says, when I left... Went to go find Bryn the next day. Needed to talk to someone, and she's one of my closest friends. And yes. and she said something that really struck me. That the path isn't necessarily to show you the one true way to be a woman, but to help you decide what kind of woman you want to be. I would agree with that. Your friend is very wise. She is. And I, I've been thinking about that a lot. And it still doesn't sit right with me. What you went through in there. Something feels wrong. I know that when I went through it, and I know it's not always the same for everyone, but when I went through it, I wound up talking to Hjort's wife at the end. And she was just covered in snow because she had just melted and she had, she had almost died. She had saved all her people in the end of the world. And she had saved them, but she had frozen in doing it. She sacrificed for them. But I talked to her when I, when I came back to life. And she said something to me as we were walking out of the cave. To go forth and become the woman I was meant to be. And maybe you just haven't found that yet. Many of us, many of us go through the riddle and that's the only initiation we ever go through as women. And same thing with the men. Many of them go through the initiation. And my understanding is they don't even have to go through the whole thing. The men, trust me, I've been through both. The men's was easier. And... 
that's the only one they go through and that's okay. But other people, other people are different. Other people go through much, much more in their lives. And something tells me perhaps that having dealt with this, maybe there's more out there for you. Not everyone could face down an ogre, especially someone who just just came of age. Yeah, that, that wasn't easy. That's like Ven when he was leaving. He talked to us a lot, and he just said that he felt he felt that there was more to his path. And I think there's more to your path as well, Arissa. And it's okay to be confused, and it's okay to know, not be able to see where your path leads, or even see the beginning of it. But just to know that there's a path out there that you have to find, you'll know more than many, many people ever do. So keep searching for it. Thank you. Anytime, dear. I think I needed to hear that. Come back and talk anytime. I I just have that big lunk of a man, so it's nice to have some girl time. You're always more than welcome up at the shrine. Oh, I'll be there soon. Good. She'll finish up her tea and head on out. Speaking of a big lunk of a man, uh, as you head out, you're walking back to to uh, your home, which is you know a little bit way up the vale. And as you're doing, um, not intentionally. But very suddenly, a very large figure just kind of like looms out of the woods towards you. She just turns and looks. And he's like, oh, oh my son, I'm so sorry, Lady Arissa. It's, it's Baroth, Tashart's father. Oh. Which is this big, bearded, burly dude with what like a bow. What is in the water in this place? And he's... <laughs> And a uh, you know just like hairy arms and muscles, and there's just there's he's very tattooed with motion tattoos and beast tattoos and and stuff like that. The beast rune, the motion rune, uh, and he's got a spear and a bow today with him. Uh, and he goes, "Oh, my, my apologies. I did not need to jump out on you. I just spend so much time in the woods by myself." No, but no, not a worry at all. Are you all I, right? Oh, fine. I'm. How could I not be? I just, I wanted to take the time to speak to you and I've found some of the others as well, but I haven't been able to find you. I just, his eyes actually like well up with tears and he goes, you, you saved my boy. And he's all that I have. And I just wanted you to know that if you ever need anything, for me just you'll have it thank you but you you'll never you'll never you'll never i know you don't need meat but everyone else around you won't have to worry i can forage a little too i I'm not as good at that but i will take care of yours your stead <laughs> thank you the best thing you can do though is raise that boy up well i know you will he well, is, he's a good boy. He is. And I've listened to the way that he talks to my friend, Rue. That boy's going to grow up to be something special. I haven't quite seen Rue. I, I need to find him soon. but uh, He's slippery. Yes. He is. But I'll, I'll find him. But uh, thank you. 
again. And I, I just needed to say it. Of course. More than happy to. Well, uh, let you go then. Have a good day. Safe. You too. And he just kind of like awkwardly like chuffles back into the woods. <laughs> a little back pedal. This kind of like, like Homer Simpson fading into the shrubbery. Um, <laughs> what you head home. Uh, and when you get home, uh, you see a very nervous pacing Desnarev. Uh, who, if you probably don't remember, because I haven't mentioned him since the very first session, but he's a little bit older than you, kind of a jolly guy. He's a farmer now. He's married to Senir, runs away. Ah, oh, the child on the way. Lady. Yes. Oh, no. Like, he's just kind of like, he's just kind of like pacing back and forth. And he's like, oh, hey, Rissa. What, what's the matter? Oh, not that's more your, your mom and Morganeth and Liv are in with Senir. I'm just uh, close, you know. Are you? You must be excited. Yeah, I know, but she's just. Oh God, she's just. She's having a rough time of it. Well, it's not easy. I know that, but I'll let me check in on her. See how see how she's doing. As she's, you're about to like the, the you know the hut like the curtain in the summertime just hand curtains just like pulled aside and like Liv and Morgan S like are helping her out. And she's just like her hands are swollen, her ankles are swollen. She's just like very large and pregnant and hot and she's just like you did this to me <laughs> that's the rest I will kill you <laughs> and it's like oh honey oh and, and Liv's like she's fine almost any day now and he's like okay I'll I'll get her home and Liv's like no not on your own you won't come on and they, they both like walk her off we'll end things there unless you have anything to say <laughs> She just kind of watches and she She just watches like waddle her off. (laughs) She just looks back at her grandma and she just goes, did mom look that bad for all five of us? Oh yeah. I don't know why she kept going back, but I don't know. (laughs) Grandma's like, I quit at one. (laughs) (laughs) I think grandma has, grandma has two. Yeah. Two, two. Twins. And she just she just laughs and, and, and goes about back to her chores. Sure. Meanwhile, across the Vale, Bryn, you're out on the practice fields where the Fjord practices. And it's a hot day and you are sweating. But you're sparring with Lonson. Uh, and you've been going back and forth with uh, what what do you prefer to use? Uh, I normally prefer to use a battle axe, like a, a hand battle axe, but uh, I think she's going to use a spear today. So, all right. So Lonson's happy with that choice uh, because she prefers a spear. So she's got a spear and a shield than you have. And she's been just daring you all day to get past, you know, trying to like tag her, get past her guard. And you just, you cannot, you you cannot. Bryn's also extra angry today, so this is even more frustrating. Yeah, so so you're taking your frustration out on her, and like every move you try, everything you know you've ever been taught, everything that she's taught you, have some things like your grandma's is kind of whispered to you, or things you've heard from your aunt when you were little. You're trying all these things, and Lonson just like just effortlessly either like gets out of the way or blocks it. And just recently, you know, you just you feel like you, you baited her in, and you you came out with this perfect like thrust with your spear, and she just effortlessly like almost like backsteps and like spins and just like kind of whacks you in the back with her own spear and just like poof you're like right face down in the dirt again again <laughs> again and uh Slanson kind of chuckles and she goes it's, it's a good, good good try good try i think that's enough for now 
Of course. Thank you, Lonson. Let's get something to drink. So you head over and uh, underneath a tree, there's uh, she, she gets out some water skins and you just kind of, she just puts her spear and her shield against the thing, kind of like sits against the tree, just Ooh, hands you I'll one. I'll try and, and copy drinking. her. <laughs> yeah. But I guess she just, you know, the spear butt goes in the ground. Uh, so she just kind of stands it up and the shield, the, the, the spears have um like, uh, they call it like a love spear. So it's got like a thing. So you can't like thrust it all away. So if somebody can get it out, okay. it's like a cross guard. Yeah. Uh, she kind of hangs the spear on that. And uh, like you know, the strap for the spear just kind of gets hung on the shield gets hung on that spear there, and uh, she's just drinking. So I wanted to ask you something. Of course, anything. Everybody's heard now about well, Drew, and and what you did, and uh, more the others than me, but. You, you, but you were there, and how did you feel? Being there, I mean. Were you af- af- afraid, or? A, a little bit. I, I was, I was afraid. She's kind of embarrassed to admit it. She just kind of like, you know, she, she nods and she goes, it's okay to be. Oh, hydrate. No, no, I don't have my drink. I'll hydrate later. She goes, uh, it's, it's okay to be. I, I, I was afraid when I had to, well. Nuh-uh, no way. Oh, Yes. But you did it. You dove right in. I've heard the stories. I had to. Yeah. The choice was hesitate or dive in. And I did. I dove in because whatever happened to me, I had to know that I I did what I could. And I don't regret regret it at all. And that's that's what Vinga does. You see? That's where I want to be someday. Vinga, even if she's afraid, even if she's she's alone, she stands and she meets whatever it is. With her sword in the wind. That that's what you did. Yeah, she just nods. Just kind of Be like proud. hanging on her every word. Be proud. She she saw. She saw. Now I just need to do it every time. You will. You will, she says. After looking at you like long and hard. And uh, 
we'll leave you there unless you have anything else. I don't think so. I don't think so. Rue, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? I think I'm packing my shit. (laughs) Packing your shit. Okay. Yep. Uh, So it's been a... Packing light. It's only been four days since um, the brouhaha and... Everybody's safe and feels relieved because they know that they've laid their children to rest and that there won't be any ghosts of children except for you. Because even as you've seen this family of yours grieve and lay things to rest and start to put things behind them, you're still very aware of a very scrawny, very dirty, yellow-eyed boy whose spirit isn't at rest. Yep. I thought I'd have a little more time, maybe leave toward the end of summer. But I can't stop thinking that there's something that I need to do. And after what happened with Jugala, I can't stand the thought that I might be the next thing that was here the whole time that no one saw coming. Mm -hmm. That might hurt someone. Mm So we'll so, say this is a this is a morning, and you're packing your stuff. Packing, and I'm gonna. Ah, it's so awkward, and I don't want to do it, but I will. I will. I will make a few rounds and say goodbye to a couple people. I can't just leave without talking to my mom. I told Brent I'd say goodbye. Okay. Probably say goodbye to Descara. Okay. So as you walk out, the walk out. Do you hear <laughs> a slice of an axe through wood? Uh, she is summer. She doesn't even need the firewood. You actually think she just does this for fun? Because uh, there's, the there's just a <laughs> massive pile of firewood like outside of her house. Yeah, and she's just jacked. Mammy, Mammy is out there cutting cutting her wood, and she's like, "Where are you going?" I'm sorry. That's quite a little too masculine for her. Where are you going? Uh, where are you going? <laughs> where are you going? Where are you going? Um, I think I'm going to take a trip up to the mountains for a bit. Yes. Alone? I think it's better that way. Look. I'll be fine. I spend so much time in the woods. <laughs> you're tall, but you're skinny. That <laughs> skinnier <laughs> You're skinny to her, okay? Growing. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. That you're not going to hurt anyone else by going up alone, right? Even the journey is dangerous. People can... Oh, shut up. These are the people here. You understand me? They're not going to want you just going off alone. You should take your friends with you, your little ogre-killing friends. You're getting quite a name for yourselves. They're going to be really mad if you go off and you get hurt, and I'm not going to stop them from beating your ass. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not great news, because you're probably the only one who could. Uh... I am. 
<laughs> I don't know, Aaronina. It's where I'm going. I don't even know if I belong there. Never mind them. That doesn't mean you don't take them because you belong to them. I'll think about it. Don't make me come and have to save your ass. <laughs> I would not dream of <laughs> of inconveniencing you in that way while you're holding that axe by that pile of wood. No. <laughs> All right. Well, be safe. Say goodbye to your mom, too. She'll worry. Yeah, I will. How are you with horses? All right. So my horse is, and if this is too much, feel free to say no, but my horse is kind of a, it's kind of an asshole. <laughs> um, but I think you could handle him. Would you mind? I'll, he'll throw me, he'll throw me and I will die if I take him up there. Would you mind looking after him while I'm gone? <laughs> oh yeah, sure. No problem. Thank you. Right. So you're coming back then? I'd like to. Good. I don't have a neighbor and I like having one, so. I like having one too. Good. One night a week, you're a little loud, but that's fine. <laughs> you're loud almost every night, but I don't complain about that. Yeah! I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm going to run. <laughs> she actually says, as you're running away, that's actually not me. <laughs> oh damn it walks into the Erinita's <laughs> treating the women of the male correctly <laughs> so uh, okay you go off where do you go first I am still thinking about what Erinita said so to buy myself more time to think about what she said before I confront my friends I will go to my mother first okay your mother is um Praying to her household gods and goddesses. She's got some little, everybody has like little statues and stuff within their own home as well as going to the bigger temples. Uh, and you find mom, pray, she's praying. As she's wants to do, being a priestess of Renata. I'll uh, kind of walk in uh, quietly and take it in the air, whatever, to pay my respects to the household gods and goddesses as well. Quietly for a few minutes. Okay. Uh, she she kind of like, you know, gives you like the side eye and like smiles and nods, but like continues uh, like praying. Uh, and then after a little bit, she, she, she had some candles burning and things. She puts them out and there's some little dried offerings of like some dried herbs and stuff that are laid out. Uh, and she goes, oh, look, can I get you something to eat or anything? Uh, I'm all Excuse set me. this time, mom. Okay. What brings you here then? Is everything all right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I no, think everything's I I, I can tell that face. What is it? I have to go. What? Not like then. You're not going to follow him in Pavis, are you? You know what's in Pavis? Trolls. No. Oh. <laughs> no, um Pavis is I think a bit farther than my than my destination, but I need to find people who understand what's happening to me. Oh, 
You mean like dad's people? Yeah. Okay. And um, there's a boy. I think he's a spirit. I think I'm meant to help him. He's like me. A spirit showed himself to you and okay, that's good. If he wants you to go, I will tell you that I've never met them. Uh, but that side of the family doesn't take kindly to outsiders. Mostly because outsiders don't take kindly to them. But you're charming and I think you'll be okay. Thanks, Bob. I wouldn't tell them whose father, who your father is, though. They might know already, but I wouldn't bring it up. Did did Dad ever mention anyone from his family names? There was uh was a hold on a second. He had a well, they all have a bond, you know. Um, but he had a he had a wolf for a while. Moonsilver was his wolf sister. Um, but that um, well, didn't end well. And there was a there's a wind chaser he talked about for a while, although I know he didn't like her very much. <laughs> And also a, a takes teeth. He really didn't like him. All right. I am. Um, I don't know how long this is going to take me. I will pray for you. I have a feeling I'm going to be doing a lot. Take care of the veil while I'm gone. You always do. Oh, because the big hero isn't going to be. Is that what you think of yourself? Yeah, they're going to they're gonna be a, a mess without me, actually. I don't... I'm afraid the whole thing is going to fall down, really. I, you know how it is. I do. <laughs> I'll take care of things. Don't worry. Say goodbye to your friends. They already had to see one friend off. They don't want to know you just run. I know. Fucking Ben is. Why did he have to pick? Now, now I'm the asshole. He did it first, and now I'm the asshole. Uh, It looks like I'm copying him. All I'm saying is, all I'm Uh, saying is, you'll just run off in the woods and not say goodbye. I'm telling you to go say goodbye. I will. Okay. I love you. I love you too, dear. See you again soon. I'm going to give her a hug. And she hugs you very tightly. I'll be back. I know you will, somehow. I'm going to leave before I cry. (laughs) You hear her sniffle a little bit as as you leave. Who's the first person you go to see? Mm. 
Descara. Okay. I had a Descara first. <laughs> Your safest choice. <laughs> yep. Yep. Start big, go small. <laughs> I'll uh, so find, my, find, find my bro. <laughs> you find your bro um, walking back from Ezra's house. Yeah. <laughs> Got my pack and everything. I'm like, hey, have a n- nice visit. Yeah, it was it was nice, and I just take a look at your pack, and it's just like you think it's time. Yeah. All right, I'll go get my stuff. Let's go. Uh, I don't know that that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, I I don't know what's out there. I don't know what I'm going to find. I don't know how they're going to react to me. You know. And you're you're a little bigger than me, but you're you know just all Hjortling. <laughs> I uh, I uh, you've got so many brothers and sisters, and uh, a, a woman likes you. I don't know if you should just be following me into nothing. You know, I'm bad at worse at directions than you. Like, and I why do you think I'm lost. going? See, like, I'm the only one who knows where I'm supposed to be going. <laughs> so, like, and I'll just bring get us both lost. Discard uh, this. I, I'm following a dream. This could be weeks or months. You, you don't have to worry about me. I can do it. I don't have to. But I am. And I'm going with you. Oh, we both know you can't stop me. <laughs> I hold back. <laughs> Even if you outpace me, I will find you. So we can either go together or I'll just be right behind you the entire way. Okay, okay. I'm gonna take a minute and think. Besides, so hands on my hips and my thinking pose. I'm gonna think. <laughs> besides, I. How long have we been friends? I've had my bag ready to go for weeks. Just in case I disappeared one night. Or I was just gonna show up at your house the night before. Uh, Wild Just day. every night before Wild Nights. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um. All right. All right. I would be honored for you to join me. But there might come a time that I have to take part of the journey alone. But until, if and until that time comes, 
Thank you. No problem. I was always uh, ready to go. I knew you, you were the type to try to figure this out. I haven't talked to Bryn yet. Yeah, let's go. Let's go get her. Uh, probably... Ben just left. Ben just left. I was really not expecting that to happen. Hey. Uh, At least we know Ven is going to a city. That, that's Ven in a city? That's also very strange. <laughs> it is. But at least he's in a place. You're just going to the wilds. The wilds are a place. They're out there. I gesture yes, toward they're... a horizon. <laughs> the wilds are much va more vast than a city. They're north. <laughs> Like, they're also south, east, and west. Yes. I am. Um, I don't know what she's going to do or say. She's going to be mad, right? Like, she's going to be upset. Mm. We'll, we'll see. Let, let's, let's go get my stuff first. Then we'll, we'll go and see Brain. Okay. Okay, I will walk back with the scar to his house, see his little siblings again. <laughs> okay. So you take your time and I guess say your goodbyes, you know, for now. Uh, your parents have. I stand there looking very guilty, taking yeah. the scar yeah. away from his whole family, just standing in the background, like, uh. Your parents uh. have so many kids. They're just like, I know, okay, like, cool. Come back when you're done. <laughs> I like what the, uh, my, my, the, uh, who is it? Who is it? They're like, great. Can you take uh, the trash out while you're going? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> like, Garrick is like 15 right now. Yeah. So, like, they don't need two big, no. like, teen, like basically like teens living in the house. Yeah, like, awesome. Like, Our food stores might last the winter now. God. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So you you head up to. Um, I always think of, of like Bryn's and uh, your grandma's place, like kind of like a little bit over the other ones, like higher up in the hills. Yeah, I always so picture like, like in a hill yeah, on yeah, a hill too. too. Yeah, yeah. So, so you head up, you head up there. Uh, what, what are you doing up there, Bryn? Uh, I'm probably like stabbing the shit out of a test dummy with your spear. <laughs> I was actually thinking I was practicing with my spear. Shit. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You see, you see these two just outside with like up. a yeah. hay cloth thing. Yep. Yeah. Are you practicing like, like normal chill. practicing, or are you practicing like angry, like, like small angry, angry practicing? Yeah. 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 Uh, I yeah. look at this scar like ah. Uh. <laughs> you see, uh, Ort is just kind of like chilling in the shade. He's laying there watching you, just and chewing you, stuff. Yeah, just chewing <laughs> something. <laughs> and you see these two walk up the hill. I'm gonna look at both of them. Look at both of their stuff. Oh no, she's already mad. We should run. Descar, we should run. I just like put my uh, hand on your back and I just continue forward. <laughs> oh no. <clears throat> hey guys. Cousin. Hey, Bryn. Bryn, how's it going? <laughs> 
between Discar and Bryn. Oh no. Is it is it time? Are we going? Is it now? Yep, it's now. Got your bag ready? Yeah, let me just go tell my grand. Wait, no, 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 no. Discar, Discar, you run around in the woods. You've been doing this for years. You taught me half the things I know. You're different. Bryn, Bryn. Gran, it's Bryn, time. No, Bryn. I'll see you, you soon. Go. Bryn, you're going to get hurt. I'm not going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt. I'm not going to get hurt. I'm good at the woods. You're not now because you know what? We're going to bring Arissa and Kymrice and so we'll be fine. What? Arissa can heal. Yeah. We need yeah. her. There's a lot more people here who need healing. And There's a lot more healers Arissa. here. You can heal. Arissa, it doesn't do great with all-terrain country. It's fine. I'll bring Hort. It'll be fine, Hort. Hort. No, I'll bring Hort. It'll you be fine. Bryn, I'm chasing wolves. Hort <laughs> is... <laughs> That's a good point. On legs. No offense, Hort. <laughs> I just... He's just like... <laughs> Whatever angry elk noise. <laughs> yeah, he makes an angry elk noise. Uh, Kymrice is we'll figure it out. Almost as small as you. <laughs> like Kymrice is like the most connected person to this world that I know. We I have know to what we're doing. I don't know what's going to happen. I really don't. I don't know what's gonna they could see me and be like. Half blood abomination and kill me. That's like, why and you everyone, can't go alone. And everyone with me, and everyone with me. There. <sighs> I don't think this is a good idea. Let's walk and talk. Let's walk and talk. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't what I had in mind. I was really thinking about just leaving in the dark. Why did I do this? I'll just put my hand on the shoulder again and just say. You can't stop us. I know. There's too many of you now. You weren't going to be able to stop us to, <clears throat> to begin with. Okay. I even, if, <sighs> even if you disappeared in the night. Arisa would, would have slowed right on you your down if you tried to follow me. Arisa would have slowed you down. <laughs> Arisa! Have you been planning this? I look accusingly at Discara. <laughs> I mean, like, planning is very... Look what you've been planning to disappear in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah. It didn't involve much of a plan, though. It was more like an idea that was executable. We have an Precisely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have you been, like, I mean, conspiring? Have you been conspiring? No. Why is your bag packed, Bryn? Because you said you were leaving, and I mentioned it to Descara. Oh, my God. It went the other way around. Listen, I oh, I've had I, I. You asked me if I would say goodbye first, implying that you would, I would be leaving you here. I, never I can't think say goodbye she's... if we're walking in the same direction. I'm just this all the time. Now, just <laughs> <laughs> appears behind me. <laughs> he would just fucking walk out of the woods at that moment. Uh-huh. Though, is the thing covered in dirt? <laughs> <laughs> we were saying goodbye in mud. over his shoulder. <laughs> goodbye is what you say before you share the road. <laughs> 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 
Oh, I'm sorry. No. Are we all together? Not yet. Miss? No. Okay, okay. We're about to be. We're about to be. <laughs> We're about to be. We're headed to Arissa to tell her that she's on a trip. And then we'll either see Kamus or Kamus will show up. One or the other. <laughs> I definitely think he's just going to appear from Here. behind me again. Kyle Reese has been following us since we went back to get Destuara's pack. Kyle Reese is like the original first person. I'm he's in like, oh, we, we turn around next time and Kyle Reese is standing there eating a carrot and like sharing it with Ort. <laughs> very much like Kyle Reese being in my pack. Just be I like, love it too. you know, I don't think this is like as big as I like. I thought I, I packed smaller. I'm just like, Ocean's Eleven, him. He's just coming out of the suitcase. <laughs> I pictured it more like the Ace Ventura. Just <laughs> I got a hole in my the bag. rhinoceros? Is that yeah, what you're thinking? Of? He's being born from like the water bottle holder compartment. Just like horrifying <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, image in my mind. <laughs> it. <laughs> so all right so uh you're walking downward uh yeah, you see kyme reese doing some staring into a puddle <laughs> like, no 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 i actually had a good no, plan he's in, i was gonna I, be I like him in just cars back yeah <laughs> no he can't fit in the pack <laughs> Get that. i was gonna be chopping down an ash tree and you guys were gonna oh. run into me perfect all right that's fine perfect that's fine sure you see him cutting down an ash tree. As we're in our gaggles, I'm still trying to argue like I haven't already lost the argument. Hi, Reese. <laughs> I have a I have I a favor to ask you. No. I look <laughs> over at all of you and uh I'm like, oh, fancy seeing you guys here. I was just uh chopping down a tree, lean on the tree, and it starts to like fall over. <laughs> Yeah, favor. What was that, Bruin? Um, we're going on a trip, and I wanted to ask you if you could come with us. Um, I have so much respect for what you do and the person I think you're going to be. And I think we could really use your help on this. But really, if you have a lot of duties here and you're training, so we have plenty of people on this particular task, we'll be fine. Ru's going on a mystical quest. I, it's not a mystical quest, really. We don't know what's mm. out there. We don't know what could happen. It's pretty dangerous, though, too, I should warn you. We could get eaten alive. But, like, Descaro so, will be there. really don't want that to happen. The best way for that not to happen is for you to stay here. And hopefully Orissa will be there. I'm gathering some branches and small twigs that fell off the tree as it fell. It's not like a huge tree. It's, you know, relatively decent sized. And um, I'll help you I kind of, I'm listening and I walk over to you, Rue, and I say, I say, um, well, if it's your journey, um, I'm happy to accompany you if that's your wish. Although I, you have duties here. I would have to talk to uh, Saban about and see if they can be postponed. Um, but having said that, I, I kind of look at you in the eyes and I say, um, I can tell you're a soul that's being pulled between two worlds. Maybe yeah. I can relate more than most. 
And I just kind of give you a sincere smile with those fucking creepy eyes. I know we could use you. And your insights and talents. Well, I must run it by Saban. But I could also use you to help me drag this tree. (laughs) All right. And I like pat you on the shoulder. (laughs) I will lift up this tree, even though. Aranina called me skinny. <laughs> Lift this tree up like um, <laughs> Does he do skinny. it though? Does he do it? <laughs> Does he? Come on. Yeah, Come so on. I, I will have to ask uh Saban, Christian. This goes to you. Like obviously yeah, uh, if I'm Sa- gonna be doing Saban's like kind of on the way. If if you're going to Orissa's next, Saban's like on the way anyway, because you have to go through town. So that's that's cool. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> town, quote unquote, you know, three three shacks. That's a Smithy right. a trading post that yeah. Right. So yeah, he's probably somewhere around there. So and and uh, Orissa's is on the other side of that because she's a white birch, which is further up north of you. Gotcha. Drag this tree all over, man. We're gonna get a late start at this point. The late start is thanks to you guys. Hey, we so should walking in the. Dark. I actually picture it like being having been like pretty early when you were setting off in the morning. So you're probably not anything like, after the cr- ass crack of dawn. It's late. Oh God! <laughs> For a you're journey, one like <laughs> one of those people. All right. So, um, in the interest in time, we'll say like Saban's fine. He just, you know, it's like you know, don't come back with any spirits attached to you. Basically, is what he says to you. I and, I tell him I'm helping a friend navigate between two worlds. He looks at Kim uh, Rue and he's just like. I give you my blessing. I knew this was coming. And then he looks at you. Everybody knew. And he looks at you, Rue, and he says, be careful. Some people here would tell you they're not to be trusted. I won't go that far, but I will tell you that there's been friction (laughs) between us. Wow. Very aware. Very long time. (laughs) It's the mildest way to put it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love this man that speaks in such like deep metaphors. It's just like shit's kind of tense. <laughs> Shoulder pat. Yeah. Also, I will tread lightly. Although it is not my story to tell. And father is not very well regarded by them. He's a traitor. Correct. To all of us. Correct. Them too. Perhaps the one thing we all have in common. Remember that. I have no love for that man. He said it. I'm sorry to say that about your father. He hurt my mother. He did. He hurt us all. I'll tread lightly. Please do. Thank you for letting me you borrow your apprentice. I'd like to see you come back. I'd love to come back. I'm going to do everything I can. Now I have a lot of help with that, so. Good. Probably see you soonish. It's not like terribly far, but, you know, you have to kind of like find your way back there. Okay. Uh, So there you go. You're free to go. Just find whatever Arissa's doing. 
All right. Now that I have all these people, we have to bring Arissa because somebody's going to get hurt. There's way too many of you. Like she's okay. a liability. She's a liability. But goddamn, is she I can't stop them from coming to keep them safe. Arissa, can you help me keep them alive? Because I cannot you need just your wait drugs. <laughs> yeah, Arissa's just the whole just, gaggle just shows up at your shrine. We're just looking fucking guilty and contrite. Everyone I can't has a pack stop except them. for Reese. <laughs> just just, like, I can't and stop one them. giant tree. <laughs> she just walks out. Just hi. What's um? What, what's what's going on? They're gonna follow me no matter what I do. I. <laughs> you want to follow us with him? I gave you a choice. <laughs> follow him with us. Sorry. Give me five minutes. You take the time you need. It could be a little while. I I don't have much. It's okay. It's okay. Hold hold on. And she just like awkwardly tussles back in and gets her gets her shit. And you know, gonna so glare at Discard and Brett again like this is their fault primarily. <laughs> I love how you say Kymrice is useful. Kymrice, we could use you, but us, you, us, I, Bryn, <laughs> you're great in a tussle with weapons. And armor and stuff. A tussle? But we're going tussle. into the mountains. You herd sheep in the fields. I am a warrior. <laughs> You're one <laughs> warrior. <laughs> nah, I'm making it worse again. I'm going to walk away a little ways. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm in the doghouse. <laughs> Can't believe Ven left, and now Rue's gonna try and leave. God damn it! I'm not copying Ven. I just want to be very clear about that. I was planning this before he was planning whatever he was doing. She pops back out after a couple minutes with her bag, and there's somehow another layer of clothing (laughs) in this heat, which makes no sense. But it's Arissa. At this point, you're basically just someone from Florida in like 60 degree weather, just like yeah. bundled right. all the way up. She's like, yeah. oh, it's chilly today. <laughs> and all the New Englanders are like, fuck you. <laughs> all the New Englanders are standing outside at right. 30 degree weather, sipping iced coffees from Doug's right. in their shorts. <laughs> shorts and a hoodie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Shit. With socks and sandals. No. Uh, no. Third Island way. That's the Florida way. That is is deserving of smiting, is what it's deserving of. So, all right. So, you all set out. All right. uh, I know it's in this direction. I hope I'll recognize things as I get close. (laughs) You start. You start heading up, and uh, I should probably say goodbye to one more person before. (laughs) Rala, you deserve this great date with her, and then you just fucking ghost. (laughs) It's just like it's. It's just like that. Uh, I'm gonna stop in there for a minute. Uh, one moment. Sorry. Uh huh. Uh huh. Stop in there for a moment. Sure. <clears throat> How long oh. of a moment? <laughs> oh. I'm hey. counting out loud. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. So, uh, you you see her place. You can you can run in. Run in. Um. Say hi. You to... see, Darson's there. He's like mm-hmm. um, whittling a stick with a knife, just like cutting. And then sticks. And he yep. sees you. 
Hey. Hey, Derson. Um, you know where uh, Estralla is? Uh, I gotta just talk to her quickly. Yeah, she's uh, she's in the back of the place. I'll uh, nod my thanks and head. Uh, head she back. just like stares at you through his hair. His hair's gotten very long and like mangy, mm-hmm. and he's like staring. Now it's like covering his face, uh, and he's like staring at you through it, through it as you walk away. I'll uh, get to. And you Get see her, she's in the back. Yeah, she's in the back. Um, she's there's like a little garden in the back, and she's like, um, she has like some strawberries and stuff in there, and she's kind of like picking some stuff out of it. She's got you know, you know how like you know how you could pick out and you like kind of like put them like kind of like bunch up your skirt a little bit and kind of like mm-hmm. put them in there because that's what she's doing. I'll uh, I'll come up. I probably still have my uh, pack slung over my shoulder. Uh. And I, I, at at this point, I probably have my uh, my axe on my. Yeah, so that's my too. question: was Are you? What are you guys bringing? Are you bringing your weapons, your armor, like the whole shebang? I do have my bow and my axe. Okay. And provisions. And she, so she sees that, and she goes, "What are you doing?" Oh, not just me. It's. Rue's trying to do a thing. Ah, right. Hmm. At that time. Right. So, and you're going to do the thing with him. Got to make sure he comes back. Okay. I wanted to say. Just the two of you or other ones going? All of us. All the mighty adventurers. Okay. Well. Or most of all of us. Some of us are right. elsewhere. Is Arissa going? She is. Good. She'll keep you all alive then. All right. Well, be safe. I'll see you when you get back. Don't get killed. I promise. And that thing you got on you, that ain't going to do no good against them. It just bounces right off their hides. So you better try talking for once. There's always another way. Violence is not always the answer. I know, I know. I they're uh hopefully they're not much like the uh ogres I've had experience with. I never met any, but I'd be willing to bet that they're just misunderstood. Probably, probably like our own. Okay, just be careful though. I will. Nice. I'll see you when I come back. Better. Okay. Well, head out. Okay. I'm going to agree with the Rue. You should just Irish goodbye. Uh, but so yeah. now, <laughs> now this is a whole thing. It's getting Everyone worse. Each family we stop by saying, and their family saying goodbye to them <laughs> because of me like just standing parade. there taking yeah. their family away. Like right, right, uh, right. <laughs> so, so uh, Rue is like the Pied Piper, but it's <laughs> everyone's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> uh, so you finally say goodbye to everyone. You start heading off up into the mountains. Uh, Rue, give me a survival check. We're hiking. Oh god! I'm gonna immediately fuck it up and start. And this goes. I thought we were going this way. I'm like, fuck. It becomes the Donner Party. 
I swear I'm competent. Are we all giving you a survival check? I'm just going to say Rue. Okay. She knows where this is. Yeah. I rolled a 98, man. Wow. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're going to fail She forward. doesn't know where uh, this there is. Are, Amber, there are two rerolls. If there's a third reroll. We were li- we were just given a third. Thank you. I will take one of those. You, you yeah. could use one right now. That's I exactly. need one. Okay. We Maybe roll augment your roll. Oh, I rolled yeah, a augment one. It. Ooh. <gasps> one. Oh. Damn. Thank you, thank you for that reroll. Thank you. That re-roll. I swear I'm competent. Thank you for making it true. <laughs> that reroll was from two weeks ago from Maximum Nothing. <laughs> I'm Maximum going to nothing. Yeah. Yes. You're my personal hey. hero. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So, there you go. So, check. Uh, first of all, check your check that. Yep, um, that's a critical success, dude. That Fuck is yes. absolute critical yeah. success. Yeah. So you're like, oh god, I hope I can remember this. I don't want to embarrass myself in front of my friends. And then you just kind of like look. You find yourself looking up in the mountain, and you can see, although it's like far, far away, you see that tree line that you've kept seeing in dreams, uh, and and that you found when you're out looking for the children, and you know that their home is somewhere around that tree line high up on that peak so you're like that's where we need to go so you just like start heading up that way that way and as you start heading up uh and i'll say like by the time you were done saying goodbye to everyone it was probably like um uh, let's say we'll say like uh like 10 30 ish in the morning because you were trying to get out early but it took you a while uh so you you you're climbing and it's um I mean, it's, but you, you thought it was a lot further than it actually was. Uh, because if you remember, you came close to that, um, that, uh, little valley, uh, when you were looking. Uh, mm-hmm. and so it takes, it takes about because you remembered it now and you're not kind of meandering, it only takes you like two hours to get there. Holy fuck. So, so when I said this was a long journey and made a big deal about it, I misunderstood time and space. <laughs> I think we're getting close now. No, what, what what really happened was you were you were thinking of like the time you tried to find it, right? And you you literally you were wandering around for a while, but you were looking for Andrew who was lost, and you just stumbled across that gully. Now you're like, oh yeah, well it must be this way. And now as you go, you find yourself like recognizing trees and like you know, I remember this this, and I remember and I remember how that tree was, and I remember this little clearing, and so you're able to just like get right you're able to get on the direction and within two hours you find yourself approaching and standing on the edge of that very deep ravine. Oh shit. Uh, I think there some things around here. I've seen this place many times. Emery smiles when he recognizes that you recognize the trees. And Taught my rocks. boy how to track well. <laughs> and the rocks. I way overpacked. Okay. <laughs> um. No, I'm packing for like an overnight or two is not a bad idea in the mountains because shit can happen. But uh, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, I guess I'm gonna kind of walk up to the ridge and I'm gonna I'm gonna look down over the edge. It's steep. Uh, it's not like a cliff face steep, but it's not something you can just walk down. Uh, the bottom is, is it's, it's a very wooded ridge that you're on. Uh, this is mostly a mix of like deciduous, just of different deciduous trees, not like, not evergreens, uh, evergreens are a little further up. Uh, so it's all full canopy at the height of the summer. And even down there, there are some smaller trees and a lot of like underbrush. So you can't see 
the bottom very well. Uh, you can hear a little bit of, of running water. And as you're looking and you're staring down, you just hear a whisper in your ears. I knew you'd come. It's just going to kind of straighten, like, on alert. Um, is it? Is it killed two bears' voice? Yes. He's going to talk out loud because he doesn't know how the spirit thing works. But he's just going to say kind of under his breath, like, what do you need of me? I'm down here. I'm going to look back at my friends who are probably looking at me like, this asshole said this is going to be weeks and this is like a mild hike. <laughs> uh, exactly. Brent is so mad. It's like a... I have to go down the ravine. I have to go down there. Um, I'll be back. Good. I'm going to look at Kaim oh. Reese for a moment. He's like unsure if he should say anything. I'll just give you a head nod. All right, he's gonna go. He's gonna start trying to trying to pick his way down that ravine. Should you take you, a rope or something? Is it? Do I need a? I'm rope just or nodding you to your death. <laughs> it is not a, like I said. It's not a sheer cliff. It's, however, like a very steep grade. Uh, so it's not it's not something you could comfortably walk down. It's Can I elegantly you... just slide <laughs> down on my leathers? Oh. Like we... No, it's also it's not like a, it's not like shell where you could like scree run down it. Gotcha. Uh, I would say give me give me a climb roll. Let's okay. see how this goes. My climb is not like terrible because I am strong. Okay. If I start screaming, send a Risa. <laughs> <laughs> just break both my legs. But yeah, send a recent. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> send us cards. I'm not giving you her. <laughs> just, just out of curiosity, Bryn, did Ort come or no? Bryn, uh, Ort did come, yes. Okay. Ah, uh, I did not make it. No. Okay. Bye. Augment your shit, bro. What did you, what did you um, just out of curiosity, did you like fumble or did you? I, I got a sixty-two out of forty-five was my threshold. Okay, so it's not it's not terrible. So um, you you start kind of like you know climbing down, <laughs> and as you do, uh, it's summertime, and you know the dirt. It, it, it's kind of damp down here, and you misjudge Ooh. a rock, a rock that you step on, and you think it's a little more sturdy in the ground than it actually is, and it kind of like pulls out of the mud and the side, and you you fall pretty hard on your side and like slide down the rest of the way and you're winded and you're a little bruised up you don't take any damage but you find yourself kind of like just rolling into some pretty thorny underbrush he's like 10 feet down when i when i stop falling i'm just gonna hesitantly look up toward the edge of the ridge to see who was watching if anyone Everyone. Just all of our heads, all of us. Like, <laughs> including or like, so. Just just for seriousness, it is like, it's like thirty feet down. It was it was a fall. So oh. like, you know, you you slid pretty hard, but you didn't. If you took this fall the wrong way, you could get very hurt. Fortunately, you just kind of like tumbled. Uh, but you're like, oh. and you're like, you know, they keep pick thorns out of you when you nail land on them and stuff. Yeah, you're like pulling some thorn bush off you, and you just you look and you look into the brushes as you're doing that, and you see those two little yellow eyes and a dirty little face with like scraggly hair staring at you. It's gonna go very still again. Um, and just stare you're back. Standing over something. 
I'm going to go forward. Okay. She doesn't move at all. As you go forward, you see what he's standing over as a little bleached white skull. Not an animal skull. And as you get closer, you see uh, kind of in the mud a little bit, buried under underbrush, you see a little hand and you see some very ragged furs that have been exposed to the elements for too long. Did you fall or were you pushed? I don't remember. I was on the edge. I was tracking the deer. And I was on the edge and I just, the next thing I remember, I was in the air. And that is the last thing I remember. But. I'll bring you home. doesn't know where I am. I'll bring you home. Thank you. I'm going to start to carefully like pick through the mud and the rubble and stuff and separate the bones from the. So you, you're able to um, pack up. He said he was a good climber too, a good climber and a jumper. Mm -hmm. There's not much left of him meat wise. Uh, So you're able to kind of pack him up into a little. uh, Yes, I went there. He's been in the elements. Yeah. Yeah, He's been in the elements. He's been exposed. (laughs) Animals have found him. So. uh, Are the bones, um, do they still have any like little bit of moisture to them or anything? Like he's not like, is he like years old or were we talking more recent than that? Yeah. I would say. uh, (laughs) Gold prepare corpse. Uh, No. um, he's he's not like they're not like brittle brittle old bones but they're also not like you you've become a little bit of it more you know more about with like raw child bones than i wanted, wanted to know to. right uh so these are these aren't like the fresh ones that you saw with the honey cakes either this is uh they've been there a while they've been exposed okay all right i'm gonna yep i will pack that up i will keep an eye out for any little um effects or possessions too if there's anything problem not much but you find a little you find a little stone like a couple little colored stones that look like they might have been like strung together on a necklace at one point but the leather is is kind of like rotten so when you pick it up the leather kind of crumbles but you're able to get the like the little colored stones they're like little river stones that someone like bored a hole through and kind of like put them on a necklace i'll gather that all up in like um a little blanket or something or you're able to my pack yeah kind of like tie it together in a pack and then um I'll pack it in my backpack. Sure. Together. And a little Climbing burrito. <laughs> you have a little kid burrito in your backpack now. Yeah. And uh, this happens too often. <laughs> if someone wants to like, I don't know if anyone has any roll, but you can, you can climb up. I, I, I'm going to say you can just climb up without rolling. It's fine. Cause you, you, you have, you, you <laughs> I'm going to go disaster. using my hands all fours. Yeah, like, up very you... careful. And yeah. you crawl up and you, you get to the top. Ah. Uh. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> Good. Um, a child died here. The one I've been dreaming about. Uh, Tom Warrior child. I've, um, I think I meant to return his bones to his people. 
If he can lead us, then we'll go. He's uh, not a particularly shy spirit. Well, that's good. Can I cast my spell detect spirit? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to do that. So I need to roll my power unless he's a willing subject, Uh, right? I'm going to say that in this case, since there's no danger whatsoever, this is a nice email I got from someone. I guess it's a pretty standard request thing that we're not in any sort of like life or death situation. Uh, If you just tried, you'd eventually succeed with the spell anyway. So I'm going to say you can just cast it. Uh, You will earn a check on your power, you know, or on anything for casting it. Uh, but you can just cast the spell, no problem. You certainly take off, you okay. know, you can... I wouldn't even worry about the magic points because they'll regenerate later, too, so... Okay, sounds good. Yeah, I'll just cast Detect Spirit, see if I can sense his presence. Sure. Uh, you detect, because if I remember correctly, Troy, if you have happen to have the, the description in front of you, it doesn't quite say you see them. It says you, you, you sense their presence, correct? Yes. Yep, and it breaks up spirits into two categories. It's those that have above eighteen power and those that have below eighteen power. Okay, and you sense their you sense their presence. You can't like see their full. Correct, correct, correct. Okay, you absolutely form. you 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 kind of you know you say the words to the spirits. You do what what Saban has taught you, and you're able to sense immediately that right in your presence there is a spirit. Uh, it is not a very powerful spirit, uh, but it's it's a feisty little spirit. Uh, I was going to say, what's the aura look like? Remember when you described everyone's aura to me? That was a different spell. Oh, that's true. That was um, Second Sight. Yeah. yeah. Which you could cast if you want to. Uh, Fuck it. If everyone's just hanging out at the top, I'll go all spirit shaman-y and just fucking... Okay. Pick yeah. a few so you, more thorns out while he's doing this. I'm like, yeah. so, so you immediately, you immediately, you cast, you cast, a, you sense the spirit there, and then you're like, right. I want to know a little bit more about this. So you cast, you cast the second sight, and right away, uh, you see everybody. You've seen their auras already, but you see, you see this child. Uh, he's all white, uh, except for his eyes, which are very, very yellow, and he's wearing furs. And he's got like scraggly black hair that kind of like just like it's very wild. And there's some beads and bones kind of like sewn into it. And uh, he's got you see probably him as he was alive. He's got this leather thong necklace around with like a couple colored different like river stones, rounded river stones that have just been like placed on the necklace. And um, he had he had a little knife like but it was a flint knife. It wasn't uh, like a, a metal knife like you guys would use. That's kind of in his in his uh, in, a, in like a leather sheath. Actually, another thong around his neck. And uh, he's just, he's actually standing right behind Rue. I'm just going to simply say hello in, um, in storm speak. If I, if I know that word. Storm speak or spirit speech. Do you mean? Oh, well, shit. I have spirit speech as a, uh, I have, um, where the hell is it? I do have spirit speech as a skill, um, with 20 in it. Okay. I think that's one that I get from being a shaman apprentice because it's not one of the standard ones on the list. Yes, yes. Um, but storm speech would have been okay too, I guess. I, uh, I mean, actually, no. Storm speech is the language of like air elementals, Orlanth, wind spirits. <laughs> so different spirits speak different things. So he wouldn't he wouldn't necessarily. Uh, True. If I if I were to say hello in that regard, though, it would have been more under the idea of um, Saban saying that tensions are tough. So, like, this is my people saying hello to your people in an authentic way, like trying to bridge bridge the gap. 
Understood. Uh, you would you would probably know that I would tell you I'll give you this one. Spirit speech would be the more more appropriate one here. Okay. Yeah. I'll make. I'll try to do that then. I only have a twenty in it, but can I augment say, it? Tw- twenty is not twenty is enough to know how to say hello in a language. Let's, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tw- tw- so like, if you think of like, if you think if you divide up the chunks of like percentage that you have in a language, like having a twenty percent in a language is enough to be like. Go to France and order. From Hello, a restaurant where's the bathroom? Without, How without much is this? Like a total asshole, right? <laughs> yeah. You you'll be able to like go and like get around and like kind of understand basic things. You will pick up on like the nuances of the language and stuff like that. Actually, to be fluent, it's fifty. So you're not too far away, right? When once okay. you get over fifty, like if you have like an eighty in a language or like a hundred, you're like Shakespeare, like you're a master of that language. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so, uh, so you have you're enough to be conversed here. So, so you say hello to him. He kind of he startles because he didn't know that you know you you saw him basically, uh, and he he looks at you. Hello. I just smile warmly. Say, we're uh, yeah. Actually, that's all I'm gonna say is just hello. He kind of looks at you like side eye with his yellow eyes. I just hold my hands up in a very non-threatening gesture. And then kind of okay. like after you kind of thing, like to the okay. rest of the group. All right. He says, he says to you, since you're paying attention to him, he goes, where we are going, there will be danger. You must not fight. For you will not win. I I kind of I don't know if I can quite say this fluently, but I try to try to say something along the lines of somebody of my stature doesn't doesn't win doesn't make it this far by picking a lot of fights. <laughs> he goes, make sure they know that. And he gestures to Bryn and Descara, who are just like have weapons and stuff on them. Clubs Bryn and Descara to unconsciousness. <laughs> Right. I am going to uh, once Kymri seems to be done doing his whatever Kymri's thing he was doing that the rest of us could not perceive. I am going to uh, I will start walking. I'm going to pay attention to like my just listening if he whispers anything to me or gives me any feels or anything like that. But I'm in the meantime, I'm asking him to looking for evidence of wolves or tracks like either human tracks or wolf tracks, things like people or wolves have been about sure. here where um, I can follow them back to yeah. common ground. Hey, uh, I will say, give me a track roll. Yes. I am going to take this opportunity as we're walking to go to Bryn and Ascara and mm-hmm. tell them um, it's foolish to enter the wolf's den uh, with your teeth bare. You know, so that's my way of saying, like, probably don't have your weapons out. What if they come out yeah. of with weapons first? We won't be ready. I just, I just kind of shake my head. Like, by the way, Ben Ruin, because uh, I, I was distracted by their role playing, so I don't know if you rolled yet or not. I will remind you, you can augment this if you need to. I already succeeded, so I got an eleven. Cool. I did well without yeah, an cool, augment. Cool, cool. Right, so Finally, check, I think check. this is one of the first tracks that I did well it's, on. Like I rolled I so many and bombed so many, I like had one success I, on I think last this arc. is literally the first thing you've succeeded on so check, <laughs> check survival or no i'm sorry check track, track, track. Uh, looking around you find two sets of tracks one of a very large wolf 
and then one of a barefoot person who seemed to have come here within the last couple of days. Uh, so they're not fresh, fresh tracks, but they've been around kind of like hovered around like the edge of, of, of the, of the ravine and then left in a certain direction. And then looking in that direction, you can, you just kind of look up through the woods and you see like that peak in the tree line. All right. I am going to, I will mention for the sake of my friends, I'll be like a, a dire wolf and a person. Probably tell Maury. Um, they went this way. I will start to follow the trail. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking here, like they came to this ridge. What are the What are the chances? That's a coincidence. They're either looking still someone who loves this child and is still looking for him, or someone who pushed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you so you you start following the trail, and um, it's hard to follow, but you roll pretty well. Because this is someone who's used to like not leaving tracks, uh, so you you find like the barest you know sign really. Uh, and there are sometimes you have to stop and like kind of sit and look and think and be like, okay, if I was sitting here, where would I go? And then be able to like pick up the next track. And then you have to sometimes get into that mind of like, if I was trying to conceal my tracks, how would I do this? And that's step when you on find this it. rock so yeah, it won't hold exactly. an impression. And then, this. and then there are even then there are even times when you you find that rock where there's just like a little bit of moss that's been displaced, and you're like, okay, this is it. And sometimes you have to actually stop and begin like a circle, you know, like the spiral pattern to actually pick it up again. So it takes you a while. It takes you a couple like three more hours. You're you're heading up. Where if you went straight, it probably wouldn't be much. But this person also is like switching back and forth and like taking a very roundabout route mm. back. And as you're going, you get, you get, uh, out of, you know, there's less and less deciduous trees, more and more evergreens as you get into, into this like pine forest of the very high altitude here. And as you're going, um, you, you feel this constant presence like with you, right? This presence that you felt in the pits and you first met him and, and you, you quite forgot what it felt like, but now you recognize that little presence again, that's with you. And, uh, as you're going, you sense all of a sudden as you, you get you're getting deeper and deeper into the woods. You sense this like watch out. Ooh, I will kind of hold my hand up for everybody to stop moving, and I'll just kind of crouch down and like listen and look. So you all stop, and you all start listening and looking. And you guys are like, I don't know how you guys feel uh, about this. Uh, Arissa's making a very sad, scared face right now. She, uh, look, Rue says stop. She fucking stops. Okay. <clears throat> In front of you, from behind a tree, the figure steps. And he's, he just, it's a very muscular, very scarred man. Uh, he's not as big as this Kara. He's certainly not like bulky. He's very wiry, strong. Would Aaronina call him skinny? <laughs> she would call him like scrawny. She would actually call him scrawny, probably. Right. Uh, uh, but he's got um, long black hair, very, very like dirty and just like straight hanging. Hangs kind of in his in his eyes, over his eyes. His eyes are black. And he's got these tattoos. And the tattoos that he has are like, like your tattoos are better than their tattoos. Theirs are like real stick and poke jobs. Uh, but he's got like these whirly patterns of tattoos all over his body. And over them are like these white scars. And he's got these black back eyes and like a very like, just like 
really thick stubble, not like a beard. And he's just like, he's got a spear with him. And the spear has not a metal spear point, but a nap stone spear point. That's fucking awesome. Was the black eyes, is that troll blood usually? Black eyes? Uh, Not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily, but his eyes are just black. And he just kind of just begins to pace back and forth like a wolf would. And as you're Um, doing that, who's, who's towards the back? Oh God, no! He's one of the smallest ones. I was making sure the fucking spirit didn't get lost, man. A wolf is going to grab you you and run you off to feed their pups. (laughs) Behind you, an equally a very big wolf. You sense something like stalking behind you and and, and it's just like fern undergrowth and there's like fern and pine needles and stuff on and these big pine trees. And like, think of like the, like the dark forest in, in Valheim. That's where you are uh, right now. But there's something like there's this big wolf with these yellow, yellow eyes, black, black fur that makes the eyes look even more yellow. It's just like standing behind you guys, basically blocking the path that you came up. So you can't go back. I, I would imagine I recognize this. Uh, and, uh, I do my very, very best to maintain my composure to the spirit. And I just, I just whisper in spirit speech, like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, and spirit, I'm like, which you, can, which you can still, yeah, your spell kind of wore off by now, actually. That's okay. I assume he's here with us. So okay. you just say that, uh, ruin you sense him just being like, be careful. And this guy, this man stalks closer to you. And as he gets closer, you can see like through his, his hair on the left side of his head, you can see part of his left ear is just ripped off. It's gone. It's just a stump. And he gonna, looks at you. I'm going to stand straighter as he gets closer. I'm not going to stay crouching. Uh, I'm not going to back up. <laughs> what are you doing here? I have been called by one of your own. Pardon us, at least they can smell that on you. He said, You're part us. At least. Oh, got you. Okay. I was like, What? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. You're part us, at least they. Eh? Not these ones, though. They're mine. Should be doing coming in our lands. We're, <laughs> We're coming in peace. You should turn around and leave in peace then. You've lost a child from your pack. What concern of that is yours? He sent me here. You should go. I can't do that. (laughs) I get a little tenser when he sees that curl of the lip. And God, I smiled that, so slightly and hope they don't kill me. <laughs> as he does that, uh, so proud of my friend. Second. So another proud of you, Rue. You see, you see another figure like come up behind him, like padding up. Doesn't seem like he even notices this figure, the guy in front of you. Uh, and it is a um, okay. another guy that is covered in like tattoos across his these guys are bare chested they just have like the conan loin cloth on basically in the summertime. It. yeah he's got uh, he's got a uh same thing another spear that's like a naps stone point uh his hair is black but it's actually a little bit pulled back and he's got some bones and like um like beadwork in it uh he's got yellow yellow eyes but he's very like 
he's this guy's like stocky. Like he's not super tall, but he's very, very stocky and muscular. Aranina would not call him skinny. <laughs> she would not. He looks like a power lifter. <laughs> next to him, just next to him, just kind of like trotting along is an equally like big ass wolf. Oh boy. The odds are token. He says something. He just says something in a language you don't understand to the guy in front of you. And the guy's like, really? and they kind of like, it's almost like a growling, but with some words mixed in or talking in between. Orissa, you're in the middle. Uh, you kind of see all of a sudden you look in the woods and there's his face looking at you and it's uh it's a woman and her hair is black which is like wild like it's almost like something witchy looking about her and she's got she's got like yellow eyes and she's thin though very very slender and um also with her is a black wolf with some silver shot through her not gray uh just like next door not making a sound Arissa all, will look all to her. Got spears. She will not say anything. Uh, she'll look to her, but she'll hold up her hands, showing that they are empty. Okay. And just give uh, her a nod. I will say, like, Bryn and Des, you'd be on the other side. You see um, a another girl. Uh, she's shorter, though. Not, um, not as tall as these people. She's very, very slender. And she's got the sides of her hair are shaved. But she's got like dreads on the top that like kind of like lay back. Black, black dreads, yellow, yellow eyes. Her whole face is just like covered with tattoos. Same thing with her arms. And she's like, she sees you, Bryn, and she smiles at you, and you see her teeth are filed. Oh, and shit. all around her necklace, all around her are like these necklaces of different bones and stuff like that. And like same thing on her hands, there's these these like bone rings and things like that, uh, taken out of like spinal. Like you take like a vertebrae and like core it out and make a ring out of it. Uh, and there's a, a wolf also with her, uh, grayish wolf. And last but not least, Rude, you see another wolf, which is a very slender silver wolf. Just kind of trots up on the other side of the very squat guy and locks eyes with you and kind of does that. You recognize it. My you've, been dreams. Dreaming. you've been dreaming about a silver wolf. But in the meantime, these guys are having like an distracted. argument. There's enemies everywhere. Potential enemies. Oh, God. These guys are having like an argument in front of you in oh. a language that you do not understand. Oh, God. I'm trying to pay attention to everything at once. And it's almost impossible. Like these guys are arguing. Mm-hmm. They're wolves that are eyeing my friends and surrounding us. <laughs> Discar and Bryn have and know how to use weapons. Not that they'll be. Discar so doesn't usually jump to violence immediately. Bryn, I saw her stabbing that target. <laughs> so the, the squat one. So the main, the main gist here is the the squat one is having an argument with the guy with a half an ear, who is the first guy to find you, and uh, the woman with the filed teeth looks at squat guy and says something, and then he's like, and then he looks at you, and then the the dirty first guy uh like yells something at him and he's just like like that and the guy kind of storms off the first guy oh okay he gets sent away shooting like daggers at you yeah daggers and the big wolf behind him leaves as well the one that was cutting off your solution bad feeling about that first guy he was not all interested in what i knew about the missing child who sent me and the squat guy looks you up and down 
and the sort the, the silvery wolf actually like yips something at him and he's just like and he looks at you Rue, again and he says uh walks in the dark says you have something i nod um a child killed two bears has been coming to me the girl with the filed teeth has come like right up next to him and she's just like how do you know that name he gave it to me when i saw him he led me to his bones where did you where did you see him mostly in dreams but I saw him on the ridge earlier today. They talk a little bit in their language a little more. And uh, the big one, the man looks at you again and he says, either come in with us. You need to meet Chases the Wind. I've got so many names written down. Uh, uh, my names, my notes. That when your mom actually told you about. Yes, Wind Chaser. Wind Chaser. The first thing that I think of is, have they ever caught it? <laughs> I am. Um, Go ahead. I nod. Um, but I, I kind of look back at my friends and I say, those are my people. I need to know they'll be safe. They'll be as safe as they conduct themselves. We won't hurt them, real. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> I will look back and I'll say um, I'm going to go speak with their leader. Oh no, you're all coming. We're all going to speak with their leader. Don't do anything. <laughs> I I Bryn. <laughs> Bryn's looking at everyone around her. I'll kind of uh, just clutch the strap of my pack a little tighter and I will, um, I'll say, uh, lead the way. The big one with the, um, the dark squat wolf take the lead, uh, on the side, the very quiet, witchy looking one and her extremely quiet wolf. You realize actually, uh, that you never see the wolf actually make a sound. Arissa, you'd never hear like she makes a sound as she walks, but she doesn't talk. She doesn't. Yep. She doesn't bark. She doesn't do anything. And as you're noticing that, you're like, oh, that's weird. And then like the sun is shining down and you notice the woman does not cast a shadow. Would I have any indicator of knowing what that's about? Nope. It's just super fucking cool. (laughs) Okay, cool. The other one on the other side is the one with the filed teeth and like kind of like the leaner wolf. Uh, they begin, they flank you on that side and, uh, he leads the way and the silver one walks behind your room, but looks at you strangely the whole way. I keep looking at this wolf too. Like you kind of like, you kind of like, like that kind of look and like look ahead and like trying to pretend it's not looking at you, but it keeps looking at you like that sort of thing, you know, like. We're kindred spirits, or we're like, oh no, we're not like yeah, yeah. Very awkward, wolfy <laughs> eye contact is, is what's going on. Yeah. It's so cute. Uh, so you, he leads the way. Um, and the filed teeth one, she's looking at you, Rue. And she's like, 
you're the one that lives down with the deer folk, yeah? The Harborn. Yeah, yeah. Well. How do you know of me? Oh, we know of you. That one there is Black Fang. Pez is Wolf Midnight. Over there, Shadow. In silence is her wolf. Um, walks in the dark. As it sees in the wind. I'm Rue. This is a stupid name. I know. <laughs> I know that now. <laughs> oh, I'm Rue. That's a stupid name. <laughs> and that, that there's quickie, but whatever. Quickie is the one with you. She kind of nods that one. Yeah. Yeah, Quickie. Quicksilver. Quickie. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. The one before that, that was, uh, that was Ripping Flaw. He doesn't like me very much. He doesn't like anyone. It was good you found you when we did. Otherwise, he probably would have killed you. I hear you sometimes when I'm in the veil. Oh, yeah. That's scary, yeah? No. She smiles at that. I like her. (laughs) I'll smile a little too. I'm nervous, but okay, okay. This is going as good as can be expected. (laughs) Okay. So you, uh, he leads you up through the forest. And as you're going, um, Ruin Des, because you're used to being in the woods, you're eventually become aware that you see like all sorts of like, game trailish sort of places like through the underbrush. Like you can tell like this is a this is a very inhabited place of the woods. Uh although you don't see any sort of structures or any sort of like things that would would show human habitation, right? Uh and eventually as you climb near and near to that tree line, you get to a very big spread out area of um of like very tall pine trees. Like I picture like like we always use Vikings, even though like the or, the Hortlings aren't Vikings, but we use the show as like a lot of reference of visually for myself. The only but, reference yeah, for yeah, everything. Like the, the show no like with the, the episode where they went to Uppsala to do the sacrifices. Mm. And like you know how mm. like it was like in the middle of the woods like that. You come in an Our area that's spread, fucking awesome. Yeah, it's spread out like that, right? Uh but there's no buildings. What you see is there's some campfires and stuff here and there. And there's a big cliff face, which like with like an underhang where if they mm-hmm. need to, they can get under there to shelter from the rain or whatever. But you don't see any, any shell, any like structures. Uh, there's fires and you see stone spears and axes and you see like wolf cubs and little children are just like running around playing with each other. And then they stop and look at you guys as you walk by. And uh, so this the tribe is kind of like spread out. Thank God. And, they're uh, so close to that clan. Like they've been up here and like they're yeah. so close, but they seem so far away because they're so good at being hidden. And so you eventually get to uh there's a part where there's kind of a large flat rock that kind of just looks up over a fire and it makes like a natural kind of raised dais. Uh and sitting on that, there's a, a 
Elder Wolf. <laughs> you can tell she's old. And she's kind of sitting there with her paws crossed, uh, but kind of like lounging sort of on the rock, but kind of just kind of like with one, like, you know, like kind of like, like the, Hey kid, let's have a talk with like one arm, like foot up and his arms on it is big fucking dude. Okay. <laughs> with, uh, with same kind of like long black hair that is, is like somewhere between super wild and super styled. It's, it's got like bones and stuff in it, but it's still also kind of like ragged, very, very, um, like not even a five o'clock shadow, like a midnight shadow. It's like really like thick, but not a beard. Right. Uh, he's got blue, 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 blue eyes. His forehead is a beast rune, which is just like a triangle, like yay. Uh, and all sorts of other runes and scars all over his body. But the main thing you notice right away, there's two. One is his fucking teeth, his canines are really much, much longer than like a human's uh, and much longer than other even Telmori that you've seen. Uh, and he's got this necklace and a leather thong around his neck and they're all different teeth. So he's some elk teeth, some bear teeth, some um, like other like Alex teeth, cat teeth. But the main one right in the middle is there's a saber tooth, cat's tooth, and it hangs like all the way down in the middle of his, like he's got these big pecs uh, and he's just there. Uh, and the black one, the first one, um, Black Fang, walks up to him and talks to him a little bit in a language uh, that they, again, you don't understand. Fuck, I and wish I could of, speak to Mori. I'm like, ah, oh, man. The, 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 mother, the mother wolf uh, is just kind of like looking down at you kind of curiously. She's staring, looks over all of you. And as she does, uh, she kind of tries to lock eyes with each and every one of you. As she does, you don't feel uh fear because there's a lot of wisdom in her eyes and it, mostly you get from her is curiosity you don't get any sort of hostility in her in her eyes uh the big one though as soon as, as the other guy talks to him he kind of like backs away and this guy just jumps up and he just kind of stalks right over to you he walks right up to you first des and he just like he's not quite your height but he's just like staring you in the eye like do you want to go bro and he gives you like a long oh, moment of a long moment of silence, just like staring you down. And then he does, he looks at you, Bryn, and he gives you kind of the same stare, but he's looking down at you and you get the impression he doesn't take you as seriously. So he moves on from you quicker. Looking up at him. God damn. He sees, uh, he sees, Arissa. Oh. <laughs> he sees Arissa and actually smiles and nods a little bit to you. White ladies get respect everywhere they go. Clymerisi looks at and she, he's like, Kind of stops a little bit. He looks at your eyes, Kyrie's. And then he turns and he sees, he looks at the other one whose name you've come to know is Walks in the Dark. And again, barks something at her. And she says something back and he's like, and then he gets to you, Ru. And he gets like, stand as tall as I can. (laughs) And he gets so close that he actually like sniffs you. It's like oh, hold still. <laughs> and he steps back a little bit, and he says, "Your left paws, Papa. I can smell his lies all over you." Left paw. Left paw. What do you want? 
I want to return one of your pack to you. You know who I am, yeah? I have a guess. You're their leader? Takes teeth. Oh, I have heard about you. <laughs> like you yeah. Lots of people. Not much, though. Just. What? Just your name. Good to know they're afraid of me down there. So who's, what do you have then for me? Killed two bears. He's one of yours, right? He steps back. He's taken aback by that. You got him. Where is he? He's in my bag. What's left of him then? He's not at rest. Can I have him? I'll kind of quickly glance at the other uh, Telmoy around to see if any of them seem alarmed by that request or if that seems like an okay request. <laughs> they are all staring at you, waiting to see what you do. Kymrice almost wants to tell you that he's not yours to give, man. He's a spirit. Um, I'll swing my pack from down and I'll set it down, open it slowly, you know, and just lift out the, the cloth bundle. He takes it and he's got these like huge hands with like his fingernails are just like pointy and he like just takes it from your hands and he just backs up and it's like yeah. kind of like doesn't sit but he just like squats down it's like it's like you know very natural like american couldn't do this because we're fat but he just kind of like squats down naturally and just like holds it in his hands and he's just like he's not even looking at you he's just looking at it and uh wind chaser above him just kind of like whimper you know like goes like like whimpers something at him and he just like kind of barks says something back to her and then the um original one black fang uh says something and then he looks back up at you and he says um where'd you find him there's a ravine a couple miles back insert appropriate distance <laughs> yeah um it's a ways back he Roughly four minutes. He was at the bottom. And you say, Rippenclaw, well, you know, know his name, but Rippenclaw, he was there. Tried to stop you from getting back here, right? And he growls more. And as he does, you see like the back of his muscles like bunch up and his hair actually like raises up and the, the, Wind Chaser actually, like, again, says something to uh, him to kind of like, and he nods. <laughs> and he says, Kill two bears was my pup. Give out him back to me. I ain't going to forget that. Walks, walks in the dark and sees the wind. They'll see your home. But, uh, I got a hunt to go on. 
And he just takes his pup and just kind of walks back and turns around and begins like barking orders because uh, you know that they're going to hunt this motherfucker down. Yeah, they just or they figured out my feelings were correct. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. And then as he does, um, walks in the dark, just kind of like she's staring at you with like those weird face and like smiling or pointy teeth. I'm to see you home. I I also came for me. Who are you saying that to? Uh, I guess to walks in the dark because she just said about seeing me home. Yeah. I don't know what I am. Smell that too. Come with us. I'll help you. I look back at all my friends again. <laughs> she goes, you can bring them to. And the little, uh, the, the, the silver dog kind of like yips and whines something. And she's like, come on, quickie. Uh, I will, I will, I will follow. <laughs> okay. I'm so, so nervous begins, right now. My pulse is like, thump, 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 thump. She actually begins <laughs> leading you like back the way you came down the mountain. Uh, and she leads you for a ways till you're kind of away from everyone else. Okay. And uh, as you're walking, like, Rue, who has the highest, like, just general, um, I would say like pow- power scores. I guess is what I would say. Fucking everyone but me. <laughs> really. I think it's probably Kymreese or Descara. Uh, yeah, because mine's up there, but it's not the highest. I'm at 17. I'm also at 17. That's high enough. I'm only yeah, at 11. Rocking okay. at 11. Fuck it. I'm going to give it to all of you because it, it's it's getting into like the mid to late afternoon now. And so there's like, there's lots of sunlight coming down through the trees. So there's lots of shadows. As you walk... All of you notice this because you're spending kind of a lot of time observing her because it's not the sort of person you see normally. You swear to God, sometimes her shadow moves in ways it shouldn't. Walks in the dark? Yeah. Yep. Like, she stops and the shadow looks like it takes an extra step. Something like that. Or she goes this way and the shadow seems to like go the other way around a tree and then like come back. Almost like it's looking for something. But she walks, she walks a good way. You walk about 20 minutes. Uh, so you're like to the point where you're like alone in the woods. Uh, and then she stops there. She goes, you know, that was killed two bears. It was his son, his own pup. And, uh, well, we had our suspicions, but we can never quite prove what happened. But him and Ripping Claw. They always hated each other. So he killed his son? Yeah, well, he ain't gonna get fucked. <laughs> but you hurt one of us. But he did a great thing for us. No. Others might want want me to do this. But the spirits want you to be rewarded. 
She kind of reaches into her pack. Uh, she has not a pack, but she has like a little like satchel that she kind of always wears with her. And it's, it's a very beaded satchel. It looks like it's made out of deer hide, actually. Uh, but she reaches in there and she pulls something out. And it's a little like water skin. And she goes, I can smell that you're struggling. And without any guidance, it's only going to get worse. I can't give you a full blood spear ritual because you ain't one of us. But you take this and you drink it the next year are. And it'll show you what to do. I hold my hands out for this. The next what? Ah, here are. The night of sorrow, lass. Glad. Wild day. No. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You don't belong to us, but you still belong to Telmore. He alone can judge if you're worthy or not to hunt with him. I don't know. I don't know if they shake hands or anything here. I'm gonna just nod. Yep. (laughs) She nods back and she kind of like says, come on. And she starts guiding you down. And the silver wolf stays very close to you as you go. And again, you're kind of like looking at you and looking at her. And uh, the as we're walking, I'll I'll yeah. say to walks in the dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quicksilver, I see her too yeah. when I dream. Twiggy was uh, Moon Silver's pup, yeah. Moon Silver, she was uh, well, she was Wolf's sister to Left Paw. Left Paw was your paw. How did you know? Oh, I knew. We all know about you because we all know about Left Paw. Left Paw killed Moon Silver. Oh my God. I don't even, I'm not even part of this, and I know that is a horrible betrayal. <laughs> Why would he you do know that? About him. He turned on everything and everyone. See, he started believing Revar's lies. Revar, uh, Revar is, uh, Red witches, evil bringers, liars. Worship that which we're bound to. The lunars. Yeah. He, um, he killed my grandmother. Fuck him. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck him. (laughs) One day maybe you sink your teeth into him, yeah? If I'm lucky. If not you, maybe me. He's off hiding somewhere. It's with that Jonas trying to take over our clan kin in the north. Which you know, uh, so the Telmori are a tribe of Sartar. Every tribe mm-hmm. has its own lands. They have their own lands called the Telmori lands. Uh, and right now there is a lunar uh, a duke or a noble who's been given like given them basically even though they're not his lands colonialism um, mm-hmm. but he's trying to like get them out of there so yeah 
Right. Is Jonas that Duke in the North or no? Uh, Jonas Wolf is the Duke. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. He's the Lunar Duke. Yeah. It's a really fucking ironic last name, Christian. Is it not? I did not is come it? up with it. Is it not? <laughs> is it not ironic? It is indeed. Uh, but yeah, that's that's RuneQuest lore. Jonas Wolf. Jonas so, Wolf. That asshole. Yeah. yeah. I know this party. That fucker's dead. <laughs> we will kill everyone who is named Ralph. <laughs> Colonialism is the real villain. You're like, oh, your name is Jonas Stab. <laughs> Jonasism, am I right? All right. So you, um, she leads you, and eventually you get to a part where uh, the pine forest kind of end, and you look down, and it's it's very late afternoon now. Uh, the sun is low, low in the sky. Uh, you can get back to the Vale tonight, but it'll be after dark. Uh, but she stops there and she goes, well, I ain't going to go no further, but I think you can take it from here. I can. Well, I look, I feel like such a child asking this, but he's going to ask it. Will I ever see you again? You know, maybe. She looks at Kyrie's first and she goes, his spirits and follow you. But then she looks at all of you and then she stops with you, Rue, and she goes, I hang around all of you. Thick, thick like the air for a summer storm. I don't know what that means. But I hope I do see you again. And I hope I get to learn that it means. Take care, Rue. You may have a stupid name, but you're still thrice cursed, like I am. So you're kin to me, as far as I'm concerned. I don't give her a nod with like a little heart and smile. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Uh, He feels like such a child. Uh. She kind of just like, she nods back. She catches all your eyes and nods back and just kind of fades back into the woods and eventually turns and uh, sees the wind, gives you one look and turns. Quicksilver stays for a while before she's the last one. She gives a very long, lingering look at you, Rue. And then you can tell she doesn't really want to turn around, but she turns around and leaves. Oh, man. Rue's going to stand there and stare at the trees for a while. He's yeah, they so sink off. They torn. sink off, and eventually you just, you know, it's the, that that part where, like, it starts to get dark under the trees because dusk is coming, and, uh, you know, it's a nice summer night. You could camp here, or you could try to make it home. It's nowhere near a wild day. You've got a couple days, so you're good. You're not going to wolf out of here. Could we camp here? Yeah, I was going to say, I think Rue is going to camp here. He'll let folks know, you know, like he's, he'll be back at the Vale tomorrow if they want to go back to their families, you know. He's like, I'll feel silly if I don't use any of the things that I've hacked. Marisa <laughs> very politely and very quietly wanders off to go vomit and then returns back a few minutes later. <laughs> That's awesome. This poor girl. I'd like to start a fire with the ash that we, uh, the, that okay. we chopped down earlier. Sure, sure. You started. We brought that. some of that tree with us. Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ash is sacred to us, so 
uh, as the embers are dying low or whatever, I'm going to grab some of the, uh, some of the ash, the ash sure. from the ash. And I'm going to kind of just like coat the, the tongue of the ogre that I'm wearing. Keep chaos. Nice. Day. Do you think he's where he needs to be? Killed two bears. We'll know if we never see him again. You did a good thing. Every child should go home. I guess so. He's with his pack, with nothing else. That means something. I look around at the rest of the group around the fire. And I kind (laughs) of give you one of those shoulder touches. Oh my god, we're a pack. Fucking <laughs> 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 we're sitting here like <laughs> <laughs> goes back to rubbing ash into this dead ogre tongue. <laughs> How can you be so wholesome we're and really so fucking weird? <laughs> oh god. Thank you for coming. All of you. I don't know why I was so worried about it. You're awesome. I know Bryn was very tense with that spear, but she was. She was making me very nervous. <laughs> I think she's doing her job right. Yeah. So begins the roast of Bryn. <laughs> she she could have taken them, right? <laughs> the waist <laughs> down. It's the way so to be. Hey, that's a compliment for hey, both of us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go for the legs. Looks menacingly at the tall folk. <laughs> hey, everyone swings low here. It's true. Sweep the leg is the party, the party motto. <laughs> everyone swings low. I feel like that's the last thing that was said to Except you. Except for Discar. Discar hangs low. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I love how we literally said the same shit. <laughs> Are back we to are the start. one mind. Fucking bliss bot. Bliss bot. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So you camp the night, and it's a peaceful night. Um, my pack. You get a really good night's sleep for the first time in a while, bro. Oh God, sleeping on after the spike mat sleep. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and um, in the morning, you wake up. And, you know, this is that uh, hazy summer morning in the Vale below you. And uh, unless you guys have anything to do, you head on home. Does anyone Ready have back? anything they want to accomplish before we move on to Wild Day? Oh, shit. We're doing Wild Day tonight. Damn. Jess, did you say something? No, I was, I was out. just saying, oh shit, we're doing Wild Day tonight. It's like 10. Yeah, it's <laughs> late. I think we should finish it if everyone's cool. I don't think it's going to take super long. Okay. Oh. If you're cool with that. Oh. If you don't want to. Have our can- our <laughs> international viewers who will watch until 4 a.m. their time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, you know, they're not complaining, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to rock. Okay. Everybody else's. Yeah, if it's not so, too too long, it's not going to be. I'll make okay. it not that way. <laughs> Shit, wild day's coming. Oh god, I have this bottle of something. Drink <laughs> so the grog. Wild day comes, and you've had a really uh, a really 
peaceful week, surprisingly, bro. But wild day comes, and with it, you anticipate the nighttime uh, coming soon. But uh, you find yourself alone in your home with that bottle. I don't know how fast this bottle is going to work, so I'm going to take this bottle into the woods. (laughs) And then I'm going to drink this bottle. So you head into the woods and you drink it. And it is, it's very bitter and it's, it smells very earthy and very spicy in a weird way. And there's like cold bits of like plant and stuff in it, like maybe a little mushroom. It's chunky. It has pulp. God. It's like pulpy orange juice, but it, it's no. like a red color. It's like a really red color. And it tastes almost like almost a bloody taste to it, like a copper too. But you drink it down and it doesn't take very long when your eyes just become very, very heavy and you fall asleep. And as you're starting to fall asleep, you hear wolves howling in the distance. And when you wake up, you find yourself in a misty forest. And it's very similar to the forest you were in where you were high up in the mountains. It's very tall, tall pines, very little underbrush, but there's a very heavy mist on the ground. And you're like, oh, you kind of, you get acclimated to it. And you see moping out of the mist just kind of appears a sleek, silver, fast wolf with yellow eyes. And she looks at you and it's like, it's not, a, it's not anything that's said, but you just know it right away. Run with me. It runs off into the woods. Not even going to hesitate. I'm going to go with her. I'm a, like the first sighting, like I'm a little, I'm glad to see her again. <laughs> You rush off into the forest and everything around you can smell and you can taste and everything seems so much more alive, including you. You feel very alive as you're doing this. And as you're running, other shadows come up out of the mist and they're gathering all around you, running with you. More wolves. And somehow you just know as you're running in this pack that these wolves, instinctually, you know they're your ancestors. And instinctually, you know that they're very happy that you're here. But you also know that there's some sort of melancholy uh, in this moment. But it's not around you. It's just it's, there's just a, a sorrow for someone who strayed from the path. A missing link in the chain. Correct. But you dash through the forest and you're leaping over small streams and exposed roots and the cool air. You're just tasting it as your tongue is hanging out of your mouth as you run. And it just tastes delicious. And you're like, am I running on all fours? But soon you don't have much time to think about that. You come to a clearing and in this clearing, the fog kind of lifts a little bit and there's sun dappling the forest. And there's a big rock, bigger than the one that you saw Windchaser on. And on it is this huge wolf just sunning himself there and he sees you as you walk in you lock eyes with him and he's got these ancient wise but sad eyes and you know you have to approach the wolf i i will go for it as brave as i can be you something the about wolf, this feels less frightening than other things you before the silver wolf come up and he just stands and kind of sniffs you and he sniffs the silver wolf and he seems pleased. And he looks at you and he says, Would you hunt with me? Yes. So he leaves off into the forest. All the other wolves and Telmore leads the hunt. And you're running through the forest and you pick up a scent. Give me a track roll. Oh, God. 
Please don't be the whiter. Please don't be the whiter. Augment that shit. Also, remember the smell. You can augment that with um. What do you want to augment? Loyalty. Something with something. Can you augment with power runes? Yes. Wild, beast your, rune, your beast rune would yeah, be... Yeah, I would say I'd augment with yeah. my beast rune. Go for yes. it. Okay, so I roll the augment check first, right? Correct. I gotta get under my beast rune score, which I did. I got under by uh, 36%. Pretty under. So you're not 20%, though. So Okay, so you're good. So that's a regular success. So you yep. add 20 to your track skill for this. All right. Thank God. And I think Mark, mark your beast rune. I'll double check on that later, but yeah, you I'll put something next off. to it. And we yeah, know. if there's a box next okay, to it, check there it. is. Right. Okay, cool. All right. I got a one. What? You sent this. You sent this. I got a you one. Know, you know, right. You already marked your, your track, so you can't mark it again, right? Yep. Uh, Correct. Actually, in this case, double check it because this is a hero quest, baby, and we break the fucking rules. Because right, I've been so, so bad at track for so long, yeah. it's time I get a little better. No, no. Uh, so you get you 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 draw a bead on this. You sense this prey, and you begin running it down, and the whole pack just howls with excitement because they sense this prey, and you're running, running, running through the forest, and as you run, the other wolves kind of break off, and you feel you feel a part of this. You feel a part of something that you've never felt a part of before. Because these wolves, everyone knows their role. Everybody is doing what they're supposed to do. And you have a role there. And they're depending on you to satisfy your role too. Because if you don't, nobody eats. And so they they break off. And they go into the sides. Because they're trying to flank this prey. You're driving it. You're driving it into this little dell. And you know this because you've done this before. The other wolves are circling it to make sure it can't escape. You and Silver are going in to make the kill. All right. I, yep. I am going to, I'm going to stay on it, wearing it down. And when it's stamina starts so to flag. And you're dashing and you, it's in that dell and you, and, and, and you know, it's Quicksilver now you run into this dell. Roll me. So I want you to roll now as I want to roll your beast rune. And I want you to roll your man rune. And I want to see how you're doing on each one. So we're kind of, we're kind of opposing them. Yep. A little bit. All right. Yeah. I will roll beast. Oh, I actually failed on the beast rune. I got an 81. My beast rune is 80. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> and and I succeeded on the man rune. I got a three out of 20. Very interesting. That okay. was a that the chances of that happening were very low. <laughs> that is it's, it's but you know it's it's amazingly appropriate for Rue. Okay. So you dash into this this dell and you're you're getting excited because you can smell the prey, you can smell its fear, and you run into the dell and you're just a, you're ready to pounce and kill it and you see it. It's a black stag. No. And you stop and you hesitate. You hesitate for just a minute and it almost gets away. But then a great wolf jumps on it, Telmore, and he takes it down and his teeth are on its throat and he rips it out and it bellows its death and the other wolves feed. And you eventually you feed as well, but you still feel odd about that. But there's something about feeding with your family that you love. And so you eat and howl somewhat happily, but there's a part of you that's disturbed. 
And afterwards, everybody's kind of laying around sleeping. The bull, the stag's bones are in a pile. And Telmore comes to you. And he just beckons like that and he walks off into the woods. Follow him with a little more apprehension than I had before because I know I hesitated. Okay. And I don't know if that was a mistake or all of this is a mistake, but I feel I've done something wrong. So he walks and he, he talks to you as you walk and he says, why did you hesitate? The black stag is a sacred to my people, my, my mother's people, my people. Understandable. We... By we, I mean my people, also your people. We do not pity the prey. All beasts are the children of Hakim and Mika. All beasts have roles. There are those who eat. There are those who are eaten. They eat and die fulfilling their destiny. We don't weep for those who die fulfilling their destiny. We honor them. And you walk for a little while, and eventually you stop because you've gone deep into the cave, into the woods, and there's this cliff. And in this cliff, there's a cave, and it's a very deep, black cave. And instinctively, you know that all the animals are afraid of this cave. And instinctively, you know you need to go into that cave. And Telmore sees you looking at it and he nods and says, you must descend as I did if you truly want to know what it is to be a child of mine. I need to know. I will head into the cave. <laughs> I will find you again when the time is right. You head into the cave and it is deep and it is dark. But... Your eyes somehow adjust to the light. You can see okay, still very dark and shadowy, but you can smell. Do you have a snout? No, you can't have a snout, but somehow you can smell really well. And you know there are other things in the shadows with you because you can smell them, but they never come near you and they never bother you. And you go down, 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 down into the caves until you come to a big underground grotto and there's a pond little little underground like lake you know clear clear water and there's a figure with her back to you sitting at the lake Bryn oh me yep Bryn what what Bryn, are you doing? How are you, what are you doing here why aren't you hunting with the other animals? What are you doing? I I did hunt with them. Did you? How are you here? He told me to be here. Who? Brother Doug. He told me you'd be here because you're afraid. You aren't though, are you? He said you'd be ashamed. He said that you think that you're less than everyone else. Not as brave, not as strong. That's not true, right? 
I know you. I think you know the best of people, Bryn. That doesn't mean it's any less true. You've sh- you've shown yourself. You've proven yourself. I still make mistakes. But you still keep going. You're as strong as anyone else. Maybe even stronger. You've had to wear thick skin, thick fur to bear everything you've done. You've had to be strong to carry on. You're a mighty hunter. You've hunt provided for all of our people. You'll prove them wrong. Right? I'll try until I'll try until I do. Let's show them. Let's go. How? I think it's this way. He's so confused by Bryn being here. He's going to follow her. He's going to be like, are you real? So he starts following Bryn and she leads you even further down, deep, 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 deep underground. You know, you know, you know, you're like deep underground because it's so quiet and still. And you don't even remember like what the surface even was like. You're way, way down. You follow her. Sometimes you think, does Bryn have a tail? Two tails? No, that, that can't be. But she leads you somewhere deep, deep into the underworld. She leads you to it. The sharpest teeth. With these teeth, you can hunt and kill anything. With these teeth, you can show the world that Wolf is not to be trifled with. So you take them. Bryn somehow isn't there anymore, but you stead back. And it's a long climb to the surface. But when you get there, the sunlight just falls on you. And it warms your fur. Do you have fur? But it warms you. And you know what you have to do. Because you look in the sky, and you see the sun crossing the sky dome. And you stride into the air. Your paws running over it as if it's the forest floor. And you catch scent of your prey. And it's hot and there's a strange spice to it. But you follow that scent and you accelerate as you're running. And you see him ahead of you. A golden man. He's so golden and he's so bright it hurts to look at him. And he's riding a shining gold chariot. And there are griffins pulling it. But he looks back and he sees you. And he lashes the griffins and he begins to run. And you speed up after him. You're running him down. You can smell his fear. And you're so excited that you smell his fear. You run faster and faster. And he's lashing these griffins. He's trying to get away from him, but you're gaining ground on him. And he looks back at you and you know, you know, looking into his eyes, that he knows his death is upon him. And you love that. You jump and you leap and you catch him and his throat is in your jaws and you feel the bones break and you feel life leave him and far, far away, you hear Fox laughing because the light goes out in the world. It's plunged into darkness. Everything around you begins to die. The wolves have been tricked. You've been tricked. I always fuck it up. God damn it. (laughs) You walk through this dark. You wander. You rue again and Quicksilver finds you. And you know, in the dying world, the wolf does feast. 
So you don't starve as people around you do, but you become hated and you're wandering. And there's a point where you see lights up ahead of you, fire, and you come close to it. It's a village, men. You want to go and you want to talk to them, but spears are thrown at you. Curses are held at you and they're chasing you and you run again. You run leaping this time over dead roots, over dead trees. They're far behind you, but somehow you feel they're gaining on you. But ahead of you, you see another light. This one on the ground, but it's a great light, far, far away. But you run after it, and you know you're going to be able to get to it before the men are on you. And you get to a forest, a green forest with a clear stream running through it. This thing does not exist in this world, but somewhere in that forest is a great light waiting for you. And you wander through the forest and you feel like you're home again. And you get to a clear, another clear clearing in the forest. And there's this bright light, so blinding, you can barely, barely see. And the middle of that bright light is a darkness. The darkness is in the shape of a man. And he calls to you, come forth. For your pursuers will also pursue me. Come forth in peace. Your enemies are my enemies. The enemy of my enemy. I will approach the figure. You come closer to him and the light fades a little and you see this great, like almost marble throne and he's sitting on it lotus style and he just wears white robes, very, very plain white robes. He's got black hair and a beard, very kind eyes. In his forehead, though, is a third eye that's open. He has three eyes. Yep. And he says... Fight for me. Protect me. I'll bless you. Spears and swords of men will not touch you, and you will be feared throughout all the lands. Will you accept my blessing? My people are hunted. What choice do you have, then? You kneel forward, you and the silver wolf, and he touches your head, and you feel this blessing just surge through you fills you with tingling. And then you hear it. The men are in the forest. They're here. They're going to despoil this place. You and Quicksilver know exactly what you need to do. You turn and you jump on them and you fight. And it's just like the man says, the spears and the axes and the arrows do not harm you. They bounce off your head. But the men, oh, how they die by the score under you. You kill and kill and kill until there's the last one left and you've got your jaws on his throat and you're squeezing to death, but he's laughing. He laughs in the face of death as he dies and the laughing warrior curses you. And as he curses you, he dies. You're victorious. You howl. You go to howl at the moon and you look and you see the moon is red. There's a red moon in the sky. And you're stuck. You cannot change anymore. You try, but you cannot. You are bound now to this moon. The laughing warrior has cursed you. You howl in rage and confusion and you just begin to run and run and run until you're just exhausted. The wolves have been tricked again and again. You've been tricked again and again. It's all you can think of as you run and run and run until you just collapse from exhaustion and you fall asleep and you awaken laying on moss 
And there's a very crystal clear stream that's running. You can hear it very close to you. Quicksilver is there, just curled around you sleeping. She raises up her head and she sniffs you. And you hear soft padded feet. Big ones, they'll just pad into that dell. Telmore is there standing over you. And he does the same thing. You know you're supposed to rise and follow him. I follow. This time Quicksilver comes with you. Telmore says, to be my child is to be thrice cursed. To be Telmore is to live with the consequences. <clears throat> to be Telmore is to live with the consequences of your ancestors' mistakes. It's to live with, with the fear that you will harm those you love. To be Telmore is to fear to be feared in all lands. Find no welcome. But there are good things too. To be Telmore is to know the joy of the hunt. To be Telmore is to tread in the stillness of a deep forest, to know that you walk as your ancestors did, and to know they walk with you. The pack extends beyond life into eternity. You are a wolf child. You are thrice cursed. And you are on my pack. And he keeps walking. And he says, in ancient times, we fought for the bright God because we believed his lies. We were defeated by the laughing warrior and cursed, bound to the red moon, to lose control when the goddess turns her face towards us. Trust not red witches in their lies. They bring only sorrow to our people. And you realize you've reached the edge of the forest and there's nothing but mist in front of you. And he stops there. And he looks at both of you. And he says, I bind you now as wolf brother and sister. Rue, Quicksilver. Your lines have been bound together since our people fled Dorister after the fall of Nysalor. Be bound together again now. Hold fast. Your pack is all you have. Can the curse be broken? Be careful what you wish for. But I'll ask you one last question. I once hunted the sun. Could a wolf not hunt the moon? Think on that. It'll mean much to you in the time that comes. And he just like pads back, turns around into the mist, and leaves you. And then you wake up. And you're in Adele. And there's a small crystal clear stream flowing through it. Quicksilver's laying behind you. She raises her head and sniffs you and says, Hello, brother. We'll end there. <laughs> I'm a part God of something. Damn. That's a fucking question right there, dude. I once hunted the sun. Can a wolf not hunt the moon? Fuck, that was good, Christian. Thank you. Thank Screw you. Screw the lunars. Yeah. Yeah. I God promise damn. you I'd do it quick. So there we go. No, that was, good. Uh, that was oh, great. That was good. Yeah. Good. That was so good. Holy shit. Bruce gets so oh. much to think about. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you. That was oh, dope. Appreciate it. Amazing job. Thanks, guys. Uh, thank you. Uh, I would just like to take a quick minute because we're wrapping up. I had to remind myself there's a couple people I really want to thank. Uh, can I find my notes now? God damn it. Um, shit. God damn it. Of course, you can't find them when you need them because like everything's like messed up now, right? Because you wrote like a novelette so about the hero yeah, I quest. I did. Oh, here we go. I yeah, saw you with your pages. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, my my outline is sent to you to say if it was okay was like much shorter than it was actually was going. Yeah, I got you that. can tell by the appearance of Jess. Uh, I know, and that surprised me. I was like, "Fuck, it's Bryn." <laughs> He'll follow her anywhere. She makes him brave. <laughs> so there's been a lot of people who Shit. like either a one of the things that's great about RuneQuest is that the community is is really supportive. It's been really supportive of us, and I'm really really appreciative of that. How we've just been welcomed with open arms for doing this. Uh, but they're all supportive of each other. There's something called the Johnstown Compendium, which is people who write like third-party stuff for RuneQuest. Chaosium, the company, is extremely supportive of it. But the people who write are also very, very supportive of each other. And they are just amazing people. Uh, one of them I want to thank is Austin Conrad, who is someone who's like shared our stuff and you know promoted us from the very beginning. He writes for them a lot. Uh, the Children of Daga was something from something he published called Petty Spirits uh, under his print, which is a Kalis Press. Uh, I don't get anything from this, but check out his stuff. He's got a new thing right now called To Hunt a God. It's a new RuneQuest uh, scenario. So if you're interested, check it out. It looks really Hot cool. Damn. Uh, Thomas Gotchfell uh, wrote a website called telmori.com which i got a lot of stuff from particularly like the language uh that they use the hurrah and that stuff hurrah is, is the day of sorrow uh so he's a good cool 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 website check it out telmori.com if you're interested and also brian and i hope i say his last name right brian dugid wrote a book called children of hakim which is all about the beast people of Faroon who uh, are tied to animals. Telmori are one of them, but there's also reindeer folk and bear folk and, and wolverine folk. Uh, it's, it's kind of a, they're, they're totemic uh, shamanic people. Uh, but he wrote this book with, with a ton of, of great war in it, uh, particularly stuff on Telmori, which is hard to find unless you can find some really like old school out of print stuff. So it was all a big help putting this stuff together. Uh, yeah. And badger folk as Ken, Ken Fu Fenris says they have them too. And beaver folk. Uh, so thank you everyone for watching. I'll head it over to you, Sarah. You can take it. Yeah, I was going to say, you stealing yeah. my words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you everyone so much for, for joining us. Um, we love this game and everything that goes into it. And so we really appreciate, um, how much everyone shows up for it. Um, I am going to again, post the link in the chat for the donation link for the Wolf Conservation Center. Um, they are, if you weren't here at the beginning of the stream where Amber explained about them, they are a New York based charity that has a extremely large, um, wolf reserve, um, and is working with a couple different species to try and repopulate and, you know, educate the public about the importance of, of wolves in the ecosystem. So they are a fantastic charity. Um, if you have the means and wish to support them, every little penny helps. Um, so just... We love sending people their yep. way. Save um, the wolves because wolves are fucking cool. That too. And the world will be worse cool. if they're not here. So, yeah. Wolves um, help save true. the world. Yep. Or thrive when wolves return. 
uh, going from plugging charities to plugging our dumbasses. You can find us on all of the social medias at DMs After Dark. Uh, we are also on all the podcast apps at DMs After Dark, which is where you can find the audio recordings of our Twitch streams, the various solo series we have going on and going back and get some old episodes of our old podcast podcast. Uh, all of the Twitch streams also go up on our YouTube channel the following Monday. So if you missed uh, the beginning part of the stream today, this will be up on Monday at some point on our Twitch, on our YouTube channel, DMs After Dark. You can also email us at dmsafterdark at gmail.com. Questions, concerns, thoughts, queries, uh, theories about shit. I don't know. Mm, yeah. What, send us your request conspiracy theories. Fuck it. Um, you know, fun and flavor. Uh think that uh if you like what we do here you can follow us following us here is free it just notifies you that uh hey we're live uh we go live every other friday at 7 p.m ish est depending on how our technical difficulties like to fuck us in the ass uh, or how much we're just like happen. bantering back and forth <laughs> yeah you know how much pitching we're doing pre-stream yeah. <laughs> you know it's fine things happen we're assholes it's our brand uh Thank you again, everyone, so much for watching. Uh, have a fantastic night and uh, tell your pack you love them. Aww. I was just going to say, find your pack. Perfect. Yep. Have a good night. Bye. Love uh, you, everyone. Merch soon, Sharky. We're working on it. Uh, Kent has the prototype. So, yes, soon, soon, soon. Uh, all of our social yeah. medias will be updated with information once uh, merch actually becomes a thing. But, yeah. Have a good night, you lovely nerds. Good night. night. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Or morning. Yeah. Or early morning.